millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the Good evening, everyone, and as always, welcome back to a special edition of Red Pill News Live. I hope you guys are having a lovely day. Do me a favor, make sure you hit that like button. If you're over there on the foxhole, hit the red pill wherever you are. Help me out by sharing this broadcast on your favorite social media platform. We're also live over there on Getter and on Twitter as well. Unfortunately, Twitter has no chat. Getter does, but people don't use it. I don't know what the deal is. Say hi if you're over there on Getter. Let me know you're live. Not a bot. Jason Miller. (laughs) So tonight I am joined by two of my very best friends that I've made throughout my time here in the podcasting space, the election integrity space, the patriot space, whatever you want to call it. My good friend Robert Beatles is here. We're going to be talking about his continued efforts to bring justice to the people of Nevada and the USA through Operation Sunlight. And uh, my returning guest, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. J.R. Majewski from Ohio's Ninth. So we're going to be talking about what JR has coming up in the future and, of course, what JR has going on now. This is going to be a great time. We're going to be hanging out, just shooting the BS, if you know what I'm saying. And uh, hopefully, at the end of the night, we'll be able to save America. (laughs) All right. So sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, and we're going to be right back after this. Chances are pretty good that if you can hear my voice right now, you are probably feeling uncertain about your finances, and that is not a good feeling. But the thing is, you're not alone. I think a lot of us are. And this is one of the reasons why Noble Gold Investments is here to help. You can hear it from people who watch this program, people that they've already helped get their finances in shape. 
saying things like the Noble Gold crew walked me through everything. There was no stress. Or with their help, I can finally sleep easy at night. And now this month, Noble Gold Investments is handing out these free five ounce solid silver America the Beautiful coins with every qualifying IRA. Right now, you can invest in gold and silver with Noble Gold Investments by visiting their link at my special website. It's called redpill78gold.com. The link is in the description of this video. Just click it, redpill78gold.com. It'll take you straight to Noble Gold Investments because they're the only gold company I trust. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for being here. And please join me in welcoming my esteemed guests. One, Mr. Robert Beatles, and of course, Mr. J.R. Majewski. J.R., you are muted, but Robert, you're all online. How you doing, buddy? What have you been up to? What's up, brother? I've been staying busy, but I finally got me eight hours of sleep. It, you know, it took me about four days, but I got me <laughs> about eight hours of sleep. That's how busy I've been. How about you? I believe it, man. You know, we've been busy down here too. I've, uh, uh, you know, we just had a hurricane come through. It luckily just barely missed us. Like we were scheduled to get hit at like eight in the morning. And I was like, oh, you know, I don't want it to hit us in the middle of the night and then have to deal with like the generator and just a whole bunch of garbage. But um, luckily it uh, it hit like the corner of the state where the fewest number of people live. But it was so strong when it got to Georgia and to South Carolina. Uh, actually, that's where we had uh, somebody lose their life. I think there was one person down here in Florida that lost their life and then one person uh, somewhere between between Georgia and South Carolina. Uh, there was a tornado. It was kind of crazy, you know? I mean, but um, we live in a good part of the state, like, for the weather, you know? I mean, Florida as a whole, I feel like you really can't choose a bad place to live. But if you had to break it down to, like, one metric, I'd say, where do you get hit by hurricanes? And it's just not where we live. So praise Jesus. Thank you for that one. JR, what about you, buddy? What have you been up to? Well, I've been causing trouble, man. You know I am. Um a little bit of time with uh, Roger Stone today. Was on his show. Um, got a couple other media things coming up. I'm, I just got my military records cleared up. So, oh yeah, um, the media is going crazy. Actually, that- um, I've been tweeting back and forth. Ruben, Ruben, whatever the the heavy set chunky Mexican dude from Arizona was. You know, Carrie Lake. Um, brought up some of his old tweets where he called me a piece of shit and um, stolen valor. So that's going like going crazy on Twitter right now. So has he apologized? No, he won't apologize, man. You know, there, there's so many people like Eric Swalwell, all those lefties, you know, they, they, they all jumped on the bandwagon. It was a, it was a coordinated effort by them to, to smear me. So they were all in on it. Yeah. But it's good. Things are going to change for them. So, well, I would, uh, I, I was I wondered at the time if perhaps you might have some legal recourse that you could take because I mean obviously you were running for office and it, it's pretty much assumed that basically people will say whatever they want whenever they want no matter how much truth or how many lies are included in it but I mean that was particularly heinous you know well, I mean you, you talk when shit you throw to- in that they when you throw in that they faked you know they faked they falsely claimed that they had my permission to, to gain access to my military records. I mean, there you go. That's, that's the illegal part, right? That that's kind of like the launch pad for everything else. So, and you know, legitimately every, I mean, this, the stolen valor claim went on the AP wire. So yeah. 
legitimately every newspaper in the country ran it, you know, for, 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 for the most part. So, you know, it's, <laughs> it's going to be a huge thing and I'm going to pursue legal action. I just got to find the right lawyer. I mean, good. We're talking about like, uh, it's a big time thing, right? This is, I'm being told by legal experts that don't have the bandwidth to cover this. This is even bigger like than like the Covington thing where, you know, they accuse those kids of, uh, you know, the, and the other part of it is, you know, just being frank with you, man, you know, they, they, they took everything away from me. Exactly. So, you know, I can't go, I, I don't have, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars in the bank. Like I used to, I can't, I can't go fund that anymore. So, you know, I have to, I have to come to, you know, that means, right. I mean, yeah. I had to get rid of my wife's Porsche for God's sake. Right. So, you know, <sighs> sorry, but Nikki. she's happy in her Jeep. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but you know, those are the things that you, you know, you have to do. And, you know, It'll it'll come, you know. Things will happen. They're happening for the right reasons. You know, times times have been tough, right? Picking up the pieces and and dealing with it. I mean, imagine serving the country and just wanting to run for office to make a difference, right. only to face like all these lies and coming out of nowhere, right? And then have your own party <clears throat> dump on you because they're spineless, right? So it's been tough, but yeah, I'm still standing, man. So good, you know. Well, you're a real one, Jr. And I hope that every single one of those people get what's coming to them, because what they did to you was reprehensible. I mean, there is absolutely no defense for it. Uh, And, uh, you know, I know that we have you publicly stated how they were able to illegally gain access to your uh, your records yet. Is that something Um, you can talk about? They so, yeah, I mean, Congress actually did an investigation and they came to the and they came to the conclusion that this guy essentially he signed off that um, he was representing an insurance company and they were reviewing me for, for benefits. Okay. And um, I'm not sure if he signed or like signed my name or signed as himself um, because the NRCC essentially scooted me out of the lawsuit because they don't want me to get any, any good publicity. They just want to have, you know, the right to um, depose, Nancy Pelosi super PAC and sure. a few other people. So I don't know. Ex- I don't know those details, but I do know that, you know, this guy did, he did the same thing for um, 12 air force veterans, whether yep. they were candidates or, or, or sitting members. And um, the traceability is there. Congress has already proven that what they did was illegal and wrong. And the air force sent a letter of apology to, to me and a few others. So the, the, the issue was, you know, it's been a year. I've been working with the Air Force for a year just yeah. to get this 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 medal, and they knew they knew that I deserved it. They said it in exchange with you know the, the the media. So I'm I'm of the mindset that there are people in Congress that have <clears throat> delayed this process as well, right? None of them are my friends, right? Be it Republican or Democrat. Yeah. And you know, to be honest with you, man. Um, this all sucked, but I'm glad I'm kind of glad it happened because it's grounded me in, in many different ways that I wasn't grounded before. It has made me, you know, I thought I was a Christian before I ran for office. I'm tell you what, dude. Yeah. I am like leagues above where I used to be. I wasn't a Christian before I thought I was, I was the guy that, you know, just said, Hey, yeah, I go to church on Easter. Right mm-hmm. now. I'm, you know, now my wife's out there reading the Bible right now. You know, that, that wasn't happening last year. Right. So, yeah. You know, the, there there's things that have happened to me as a as an outcome of this that I think you know are going to be beneficial in the long run. That I, I and I don't even realize them yet, to be honest with you. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's it's exactly times like these that uh, that show you what you're made of. I mean, this is how you, you prove your metal. It steals you against any future attacks. And if the worst thing they could throw at you was a lie. Well, Jr., you're in a pretty good position because when it comes down to it, now that you have fully had the vindication that you needed, all we need to do is get these people to be held accountable. So now my question is, where does the accountability lie? Because, you know, the military is involved. You've got the Air Force involved. You've got federal record keeping. Uh, yeah. You have, uh, you know, civilians. I think you also have federal. Admi- Say that. Um, that's probably the best way to understand it it might not be the best way to describe it all right um but you know i think the nrcc and the republican party they they know that like this is going to be a lawsuit that they're going to throw into finding for for quite some time i think their goal is to um get the you know certain people to provide depositions and maybe settle and that would be you know they, they could then raise the flag and say hey we won they settled with us yeah um you know that 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 that's probably the most likely thing I, I would I would say, but you know first you have to you have to you know put together the pieces and file a lawsuit and absolutely I know that they've been working on it because I know they have a lawyer from Colorado he's a great guy um, unfortunately you know um, the Republican Party is paying the bill so he can't dictate you know who's part of the lawsuit or who's not and again they don't want me running for office. Um, how, I don't understand how they could not have you as part of the lawsuit. I mean, I suppose it's the NRCC. They can do whatever they want. Uh, but I mean, just from a logical standpoint, you know, I mean, sure, there was 12 other people. But I mean, then there's also you, you know, it, it's almost as if if they only chose you to be part of it and they just told the other 12 people to go F off. Well, I think that um, legally there's. Probably a uh, there's probably a fact that I would be kind of bound into the lawsuit because I was a victim. Okay, but that doesn't mean they have to share information with me. Okay, right. Okay, okay. Um, you know, technically, I have to you know I have to seek my own counsel, right, or or represent myself. But then then again, they're doing the legwork, right? So until the in, until the lawsuit's actually filed, which I'm not sure it is yet, until it's actually filed, you know, there, there's all this meddling that's on and you know again i i can just assume um you know all this news came out i've indicated myself right showing all this proof when the you know when when it was found that that my records were stolen the nrcc came out all the leaders of the republican party came out and said yeah you guys did this and you know they were loud and proud you know screaming at the democratic party this stuff comes out not a not a word right and i know they they're seeing it because they all followed me well, I, I saw that Matt Gates retweeted the fact that you've been vindicated. I mean, anybody else uh, in in uh, the Republican Party like like even acknowledged this? Oh yeah, I mean, um, a lot of them. So the the problem is is they have campaigns to run too, right? So yeah. you know, and, and a lot of them are part of the NRCC. So you know, they're not going to give up. Um, they're, they're not going to make themselves vulnerable, right? But I can tell you that. You know, I, I JD Vance has supported me, Corey Mills, uh, Matt Gates, Santa Paulina Luna, Paul Gosar, right, Bob Good, um, Scott Perry, you know, the, the the good, you know, traditional America first folks, right? But yeah. that doesn't mean that they're gonna, you know, retweet everything that I put out there. I mean, there's there's a, a level to it. And I think Matt Matt being on the Armed Forces Committee and you know, having such a direct connection to veterans and 
and actually being the one that cha- kind of championed that investigation, I think, and we've become friends since, right? So I think, uh, I think he feels, he feels compelled. So honestly, I just sent him a text message and said, Hey, look at this yeah. bullshit. And he, he retweeted it. And yeah. then, you know, Carrie Lake today come out and, and supported. That's great. But there's been many of people that Byron Donalds, you know, he was, you know, my, you know, first guy that stepped up and endorsed me this cycle. So, you know, the, there are a lot of good Republicans that, you know, are supporting me, but because of the machine, they have to, you know, they have to play their cards. Sure. So. Sure. Well, that's, and that that's the part that's uh, pretty frustrating. And Robert, I think that leads us over to your portion of tonight's conversation. You know, that Republican machine, the Republicans in name only. I mean, clearly we have a, a two-party system uh, and people identify as A or B, black or white, Republican or Democrat, whatever it is. Uh, but that doesn't really give us much of an insight into who they are, uh, their soul, what's inside of them. Um, but we can almost be 100% sure that uh, no matter which side of the political aisle they fall upon, they're probably engaging in some sort of corruption and some sort of manipulation of the system. And uh, you, with Operation Sunlight, have been working to uncover that. T- tell us about uh, this recent lawsuit that you just filed. And if you have any ideas for JR on uh, on filing to uh, uh, get the, uh, the, the justice that he needs, because I'm going to say it right now, Every single media outlet, every single person that said that J.R. Majewski was guilty of stolen valor, I'm fucking coming for you. I am not going to rest until you write all over your social medias, until you do a public cameo video saying, hey, I was wrong. J.R. Majewski is an American hero, just like everybody told me he was. I'm not going to let it go. Robert. Hashtag media matters. I yeah, just want to say, yeah, <laughs> Beatles, dude. Thank you. Your audience needs to know this dude was like one of the first people that you know got in touch with me and said, "Hey, you're running. Here's a fifty eight hundred dollar check, right? Max, max check." So I won't forget that, man. That was that was super cool. Of you, especially me running for the first time and thinking, "How the hell am I going to raise money?" You know, and I got a guy like him calling me and and just offering it up. So I appreciate that. Robert, I've thanked him before, but everybody needs to know, man. The guy's legit. He's not just to talk about it. No, it's up to God knows for sure, and yep. there's a lot to unpack there for sure. Uh, to start with, yeah, two parties, but the way I kind of look at things is, I would say ninety to ninety-five percent of it would be corrupt. So you have one criminal organization posing as two political parties. There you go, and that's what I keep finding. The more and more I dig into everything, it's just they're all on the same team. They may have different talking points so that way you kind of have Coke and Pepsi, but it's still soda, right? Yep, it's, yep. That's what we keep seeing. And one of the things I see in the primaries that a lot of people don't talk about is they literally prune the primaries. They prune all the Patriots out of them that's- and they give us Coke and Pepsi in the general, right? And there's some little squeak through, but the elections are rigged. It's literally that simple. And with, with my case, it's literally over two and a half years of collecting evidence, collecting uh, all the different, um, you know, just the proofs of, of just what's going on in, in one county, which I believe is the most corrupt county in the country. Everybody thinks that of their own place until they actually start doing the research and digging in. And I've got an incredible team here. And for over two and a half years or so, we've been digging into this. And so whether it's the voter rolls, which are completely corrupt, that they, of course, use is the metric for everything, whether it's voter turnout or you, you name it. It's it's all BS, right? And so with phantom votes, 
with the algorithms and the machines, with the public servants serving themselves and not us, whether it's them being guilty through malpractice, malfeasance, nonfeasance, violating their oath of office, their duties. We've, we've got it all documented. You know, we've caught, you know, we did two class action lawsuits. You know, we had court orders in place. These people broke the court orders. They broke the laws. I had a 2,000 person sting operation, legal, 2,000 people across the state of Nevada, basically documenting the entire election process. We caught them. I mean, we, we caught them dead to rights. If this case can't win, then this, then there's no hope. Because, I mean, we've got them dead to rights. And and I've got 25 attorneys. And this one here I filed on my own because I also have my Juris Doctor. and But I'm not part of the Bar Association because I refuse to join that little club of, of people who say that the Constitution is inferior to a Bar Association, which makes no sense whatsoever when you look at our founding fathers and you know, their, their, their dislike and distaste for, for attorneys uh, and trying to keep them out of the entire process altogether. So um, I filed this, this case here on my own. It's, it's one of, I think, three that we have going right now. I have a, uh, another lawsuit against the governor and the secretary of state because they don't know what to do with people like me. <laughs> so rather than debate me, rather than to talk about these issues or try to remedy the issues, they try to make it a uh, class C felony, four years in prison, if you harass or annoy an election worker. Mind you, there's already a, a ton of statutes out there that protect everybody. Uh-huh. They say it's the aim of protecting election workers, but in fact, it's just to keep people scared from coming forward and right. talking about all the the inaccuracies, to put it lightly, that are in our elections. So I'm, I'm suing on that. And then this other lawsuit, I filed this one uh, on my own behalf, where I've got 146 exhibits, thousands of pages of documents, terabytes of data, photos, videos. Um, the first complaint was filed on uh, it was uh, see July 25th, and then they tried to throw it into federal court, which would have wrapped me up in six years of you know litigation. So I immediately filed it again on August 4th where I removed the the constitutional aspects of my causes of action and just made it all state-based. So that way I could stay within this very expedited window of about, it could, it could take uh, place in 20 days. But in this, in this time from August 4th to today, I've been through 15 motions that I've filed. I've been through five judges. This is not a BS case. You don't go through five judges because your case is crap. You go through five judges because these judges know what the hell they got in front of them Ex- and they don't want they don't want a part of it. Explain how that works. Are you saying that these judges got the case before them and they recuse themselves or, or hand it off to somebody else exactly how did that work? Yeah, some do what's called recusal where they just say, "Hey, you know, they're recu- they're recusing for a conflict or this or that." Uh, it's it's kind of a really messed up situation because I'm suing Washoe County. I'm trying to remove three officers, a register of voters, a county manager, and then the chair of the county commission through NRS 283-440, which allows a person to remove a public officer for malfeasance, nonfeasance, or for nonfeasance. So malpractice, malfeasance, or nonfeasance. And then one of my other causes of action is all the violations of the NRSs and the state constitution and the Nevada Voter Bill of Rights, where it explains all the violations or a good a good part so far. I haven't let everything out, obviously, uh, of the violations and then the remedies sought. And so this case, 
uh, if victorious, you know, through God, this will fix about 80, 85 percent of the issues in our county. And then through legislation or through, you know, the Supreme Court or something like that, we could get the other 20 percent. And people say, well, all the judges are corrupt. Well, I tell you what, God came through for us big time because the judge we got now is the only judge that I'm aware of in the county that's ever ruled with the people against the county or the city when when, when it was you know deemed to be necessary. Right. So wow. if all I ever ask of a judge is just look at the evidence, wait on its merits and give me an unbiased decision. That's how it should be, right? Uh-huh. Well, this is one of those judges, you know, God willing, is like that. And so this is really exciting because it's a blueprint for people across the country to be able to follow. People are saying, oh, the courts, you know, they're all corrupt. The judges are all corrupt. Yeah, but you can get rid of them, too. You know, just before your case really starts going, you can do what's called a peremptory challenge. You can get rid of these judges. You can conflict them out. They can recuse all kinds of things until you get to a judge. It's going to give you, you know, maybe the best shot of just a fair trial. That's all we can ask for. We don't ask for favor. We just ask for fair. There's a big difference. But most of the judges, you know, they're all conflicted out because they already work with these three defendants, uh-huh. right? They're already, this is their county. They know, you know, they know the people here. They're worried about their reputation. They're worried about anything to do with elections because let's face it, I went from one of the golden childs to you talk about election crime and then you're a right wing conspiracy, conspiracy theorist, uh, anti-Semite, racist, all these crazy things that they'll come up with. JR knows about this. They'll come at you when you when you tell the truth, like Plato told us, nobody is hated more than he who speaks the truth. Yes. When you tell the truth about how they get their power, how they get their money, how this is all corrupt and how you can prove it. You become a leper very, very quick because a lot of these people are getting their power and their money the same way. And so even on Operation Sunlight, I expose, you know, kind of on a daily basis, corruption, whether it's, hey, look, this person had a rigged election. They shouldn't be in office. Here's the proof. Here's 80,000 bucks. Prove me wrong. This person, everything that they've done is illegitimate. It's a fraud because they never should have been in office. This person here should have been been in office. And here's the math. You can do it yourself. A fourth grader can do it yourself. You can see that every precinct, you know, voted identically the same, which is absolutely impossible. Or like in statewide races, we can prove that, hey, look, in the two largest counties in Nevada, separated on opposite sides of the state, 1,286 precincts all voted identically the same, mm-hmm. while the other 15 counties and the state capitol voted completely all over the board. Mm-hmm. How does that happen in a fair election? Well, spoiler alert, it doesn't. So we got these guys. Um, now we just need a, this unbiased judge to just rule on the merits of the evidence. That's it. And um, if we if we prevail here, which I think we can, you know, God willing, this is something people can do everywhere. And on Operation Sunlight, I put it, um, it's real easy to download all of the motions and all the pleadings that I've done so far with this case. So people can kind of understand, you know, what it is that over the past couple of years we've uncovered. And people think that, oh, you know, the judges aren't going to do this or going to do that. And yeah, there's a lot of truth to that. We've seen that for sure. But you only need one, just like the mask mandate, right? Yeah. Out, of, out of Florida. You know, here we just need one one county judge to just do what's right, just weigh the evidence on its merits. And if that happens, three people will be removed, you know, from office. And then we'll be able to also, if we're granted remedy on the elections, we won't have machines. We won't be using machines to count our votes. To, we won't be uh, we'll be voting in our own precincts. We'll be reporting in our precincts. This will get us like 80% of the way there to get rid of the mass mail-in ballots, same-day elections, and voter ID that you need the Supreme Court or the legislator to do. Because you know, unless we can save our elections enough to prevail in 2024 the way we should, it, it's a wrap. I mean, it really is. And so this is this is everything all in one case. That uh, proves everything, and I believe, and um, everybody that's looked at the evidence, uh, they believe, 
And so if people were able to do something similar like this in 3,100 counties across the country, it's a wrap for the bad guys. I mean, it's it's certainly worth a shot. And a couple of brilliant things that you mentioned there. I mean, first of all, I didn't know you went to law school. Uh, this is this is well, OK. Well, you've got a J.D. I, I mean, work from home. <laughs> OK, OK. Well, either way, I mean, it's the, the same education. And that's what's important, because comprehension, understanding of the law and how to use it properly is something that is pretty much relegated to this uh, this elite group. You know, I mean, it's lawyers. Only the people that are uh, members of the Bar Association have the entrance to this very exclusive club. And they use that in cases such as this to punish anyone who might stand up against this system and try to bring about accountability. Uh, I've had a couple of my friends who are lawyers, uh, or Ernie Walker and Gary Fielder uh, out in California. They have the class action lawsuit against uh, Dominion voting machines. And, uh, you know, they went after them for sanctions, uh, claiming that it was a, a frivolous case. And, uh, you know, I mean, I've seen it before. They go after, look, what they've done to Rudy Giuliani. They've uh, taken his law license. You know, I mean, they've taken away his ability to make money, to, 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 to work. And, and this is what they threaten anyone who might stand up as you have. Uh, and then the other, so the fact that you don't, you're not a member of the bar, but you have the comprehension and understanding to do this stuff and to do it correctly, that's huge. And so your knowledge, being able to pass that on to other people, I think it's indispensable because it's clear that we don't have the talent pool to pull from to get these cases taken care of. You know, something else that you said, you know, splitting apart the federal and state issues. I would expect a lawyer bringing a case like this to just say, oh, well, they kicked it up to federal. So we've got, you know, like you said, we've got six years and they just go ahead and run with it because they're getting billings the whole time. You know, I mean, like it's just going to continue on. There is no um, there's no creativity, uh, except in your position, you're not a lawyer. And so you you have to be creative. So it, you have this this uh, this uh, built in advantage right there as a result. And then finally. Pushing through and forcing yourself before a judge that could potentially do the right thing. That's something else that I have never heard of in any of these cases. People are just like, oh, well, I hope we get a good judge, you know, and then they get that judge and uh, that's it. And, and oftentimes it's not the judge that you really want to oversee a case like this. So I just I wonder in, you know, any of these cases, perhaps look at Carrie Lake's situation in Arizona. You know, I mean, could they have used any of these tactics to uh, get themselves and this case, their case in front of somebody who might be willing to listen? thousand percent. And like I said, I got 25 attorneys. I love some of them. They're like family. But I tell you what, one of the things they have to worry about, just like you said with Giuliani and numerous others, that they're going to be hit with sanctioned and disbarred as soon as they start talking about elections or or like I've had happen to me, they're going to take a knee and they're literally going to do a very crappy job. They'll leave out 98 percent of the evidence. Right. So you're going to look like a fool when they actually do go to court because they leave out all the pertinent information Mm -hmm. and then they end up getting slapped around by the judge 
and then hit with sanctions and all kinds of other stuff. And it, it just, it really just spoils the case. It, it's just, it's horrible what happens there. So I figured, you know what? At the end of the day, I'm just going to put my faith in God and I'm going to not care about what anybody thinks. And I'm just going to do what needs to be done. That simple. And so, you know, I, I learned all this stuff online. I've been dealing with law most of my life. And I figured, you know what? I got all these damn attorneys. They're always asking me for advice. So yeah, I might as well just, you know, take the, take four years of college in about three months and uh, take all the tests and pass all 60 tests with, with flying colors and, and boom, there I am. So uh, they could use a lot of this stuff here because like you said, they, if, if they don't even start with like the basics, right. I mean, I mean, like you want to be in front of a judge that's unbiased. That That's like the whole purpose, right, is you want to be in front of a referee, yeah. right? And you want to get to trial. You want to get in front of a jury of your peers. And so if you've already got a, a judge that's not going to do the right thing, what is the chance of you ever getting in before a jury of your peers? It's next yeah. to zilch, right? Or if you have to go do a bench trial in front of the judge, what's the chance of getting an unbiased ruling? It's like zilch. All you have to do is look at their track record, right? So these are all things that are just like, for me, common sense. It's like, why in the hell would I want to go plead in front of a Nazi? Or right. Why would I want to plead in front of somebody that's, you know, on the Soros cabal payroll, right? It's like, it's insane. Why would I want to go, you know, do any of that kind of stuff and expect anybody to take anything that I'm doing even credibly, you know, even remotely serious when you know that you're, you're trying to basically talk to the bank robbers and telling them that uh, the ones that are running the bank, the bank robbers saying, Hey, I want to check the tills of the register and make sure you're doing a good job. That's people understand that that's, it's ludicrous. So if people just took more of a common sense approach and just learn to be a little bit more fluid with things, um, they would have a much, much better chance of success. Like, it, like change the venue for Christ's sake. I mean, I already hit that. that was one of the first things out the gate. It's like, get the hell out of this County because the press and all the, the defense, I mean, check out the defense against me. The defense is a County district attorney's office. They are protecting these three defendants right. and hit me with a motion for sanctions already. Right. <laughs> so basically to sue me for me suing them. And this is the County. This is the County district attorney's office defending these three people. You would think that they took an oath of office as well and would have just used, you know, a third party or something like that. Right. Cause I met with these people, you know, over the past couple of years and I brought stuff to them and the district attorney and the sheriff. And they said, Hey, look, you know, if you, if you bring us stuff, you know, we'll, we'll bring in a third party because, you know, we don't want to be conflicted out. Did that happen? Hell no. Instead, they're defending these three defendants. Right. Wow. And you know, this stuff that we can prove. Jeez, you know, I mean, it just it just just goes to show you how you know you, you need to pick the battles that you can win, and so you try to get to a different venue, you try to get in front of the right kind of judge. It's unbiased. Yeah, you, know, you try to control as many of the outcomes as you possibly can before the fight even starts. Yeah, I think you would need to. Um, Jr. Uh, have you ever seen any of the interviews I've done with Ed Solomon? Ed has done uh, incredible work on uh, on the numbers in Nevada, and I've just I've always wondered if he's ever taken a look at uh, at what happened in Ohio as well. No, I haven't. If it, if, it, if it's anything within the past like uh, year of campaigning, I probably you know probably <laughs> probably haven't seen it. But sure, I have heard the name. Um, yeah, I don't know. Ohio is kind of finicky. Um, you know, we have a Republican secretary of state and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not necessarily, I mean, I, I agree that these elections are rigged. Don't get me wrong. Uh, it just depends on, you know, I can only speak for Ohio because it's the only experience I have, but I trust Rob's discernment. Right. But when you look at Ohio, I think the way that they manipulate elections is through 
things that are in gray areas of whether they're legal or not. And I'll give you an example. The entire Republican slate in my district won by 15 to 20 points. J.D. Vance and I are the only ones that lost in my district. Mm-hmm. And we're the only distinctly, you know, America first candidates. Yeah. And um, if you look at the, some of the tactics that the Democrats used, um, they were blatantly likely illegals. For example, in some of these polling locations, you had people that had been, you know, voting there for 20 or 30 years. And it was a, you know, they, they had a, they had a process. They get in there, they, they know how much time they're going to take and they're out. Well, during this cycle, they supposedly set voting machines um, by volume of what they saw during a special election, which limited the voting machines at these huge polling locations. So you had Republicans that maybe showed up at the at, at the location at five o'clock, and by nine o'clock they're still standing there, and they got you know elementary school children that are home having eaten dinner, and some of them left. And then in some of the more remote voting locations, you had you know uh, Democrat union members that were essentially hustling people from the minute they got to their car up into the point where. You know, they have that standoff distance and they're yep. you know, ridiculing them with paperwork, right? J- J.D. Mans and J.R. are Nazis. They're this, they're that, they're fascists, blah, 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 blah. And some of these, you know, um, voters in this district have, there's a, there's a high propensity to vote Republican, but they're still independents. They don't vote in the primaries. Um, in, in Ohio, you don't get your political affiliation until you vote in a primary. Mm-hmm. And if you vote for a Democrat in the primary, you're a Democrat. Vote for a Republican and vice versa. And so I think that's one of the ways that they cheated. Another way is they were giving out gifts for people to vote. You know, um, Marcy Captor, I know for a fact that one of the biggest locations here, she had food trucks and they were giving out, um, you know, they were busing people to vote and then giving them food, food, you know, credits or whatever at these food trucks after they had voted. And whether that's legal or not, I don't know, but. Hell, the Republican Party didn't do any of that. You know no, what I mean? No. And uh, also, real quick, before we continue on, I want to make it very clear: Laura J Hub, Jr. supports President Trump. He's not supporting Vivek Ramaswamy. I, I don't know where that came from. I, maybe Jr. You said something nice about Vivek on Twitter or something like that. But why don't you so, hold up that picture of you I, and I'll Trump? I'll clear the air. I'll yeah. clear the air. <laughs> realize how close I am to Trump's team. Mm-hmm. Okay, realize that. Yeah. If I'm speaking nicely about vivek there should there's probably a reason president trump is speaking very nicely about vivek i'm speaking nicely about vivek because he's fulfilling a service right now sure. and that's crippling ron DeSantis. Mm-hmm. and if Absolutely. people can't see that i don't understand your logic not everything is you know hot and cold in this party i've known vivek ramaswamy for three years now and i know him to be a, a good guy I don't personally believe as a Christian we should attack someone based on their religion. Um, I think we have the right to our own religious freedom. I don't think his religion's correct, but that's not for me to judge. Sure. Right? He'll, he'll be judged when he gets judged. But that doesn't mean I'm going to attack him. And I think when people attack others, if we're not brave enough to stand up and say this is bullshit, then what kind of people are we? And I've known Vivek to be a nice guy. Um, he came up to me and talked to me. He was a multimillionaire. I wasn't a candidate for Congress. I was just at a Republican Party dinner, and he talked to me for about 10 minutes, and I thought he was a nice guy. Could he be what people are accusing him of? Absolutely, but that makes no difference to me. What I'm, what I'm supporting him on is the fact that he's speaking 
and and some will say he's repeating Obama's talking points and this and that and the other. And that's fine if that's your opinion. My opinion is he has a distinct insight as a candidate to certain things that the general public don't have. Uh-huh. When he's out there saying things about donors and the consultant class yeah. and super PACs, you don't get on stage and say that stuff unless you have unless you truly believe it. Right. He's saying things that we should appreciate, not disparage him for. And I can say that because I've been on that side of the fence. Right. Is he selling snake oil in other areas? I don't know, because I'm not paying attention to him in that regard. Mm-hmm. I'm voting for Trump. I'm supporting Trump. And but I do know that everything that I'm saying, if you watch closely, Trump likes the guy. And he said that multiple times. Well, and, and, and also, you know, Vivek was the he was the only Republican uh, on the primary ticket to come down to Florida for President Trump's uh, uh, arraignment. He was also the the first one, I think maybe the only one to say that if he was the president of the United States, he would uh, already have a pardon ready for President Trump. He was the first one to raise his hand on the stage. Now, all of this could simply be political theater. But if we have uh, uh, but just, you know, I, I think Jr. is right. You know, I mean, just paying attention to the way that Vivek is in the race to hurt DeSantis. Folks. That's the thing. Exactly. Yeah. And Trump Rondes- knows him and they yeah. know each other and they talk. And they're yeah. friends and their yeah. kids are friends. This is not but, but this is a numbers game. Yes. If and, you and, think Vivek Ramaswamy got in to be vice president or he got in because he thought he could win, you don't you're not seeing the game here. Yeah. He's in this race, I believe, because he's a Trump ally. Yeah. And so, he's trying to hurt DeSantis. Yeah. For for me, ultimately at the end of the day, I see every single one of those people out there. Uh, as simply a, a, a spoke on the wheel, you know, President Trump is the nominee. You know, all these other people, it's just noise. And uh, and and so, yes, I think you're absolutely right. Uh, he certainly is taking attention and, uh, uh, you know, I, I guess uh, positive uh, uh, airtime from Ron DeSantis. Let me, I want to ask you both about uh, about Ron, because. <clears throat> This is a this is a really strange thing because you know for me being a Florida resident you know I mean having conversations with people down here in Florida I did not believe that Ron was going to be getting into the race it just didn't make any sense to me number 1 because Donald Trump is the nominee okay you don't go against the boss unless you know you have a a, a clear plan to take him out and I don't think Ron had that um and we had just elected him for another four years as governor. It's like all of these people that I know down here in Florida, we want him to be governor. You know, we, if he wants to run for president, all he has to do is wait until after he's done with his second term. And he totally could. I think he squandered a lot of the goodwill that he had and certainly the relationships that he had by going against President Trump. However, in the same way that Vivek could be a uh, an ally of President Trump, you know, uh, kind of covertly acting in this space, I think there's a possibility that Ron could be doing the same thing. Because what happened? You know, Ron DeSantis was the heir apparent to Donald Trump. So Jeb Bush shows up at his mansion and starts courting him and, you know, giving him checks and gets all these donors to support him before he's even announced that he's going to run. That sucked up all of the money that the major donors were never going to donate to Donald Trump. It funneled it into a candidate who could never win as long as Donald Trump is in the race. And even if he gets, uh, you know, if they put him behind bars, he's still going to end up winning as far as I'm concerned. But I think that this is very possibly 
you know, kind of a, a Br'er Rabbit type situation. Uh, Robert, what, what do you think about this? I don't know. I'm a critical thinker. I, I kind of think a little bit different than, than I guess maybe most. One of the things that I like about this entire race is is Kennedy. Not not because mm. I would vote for him. Me too. Not because I would vote for him, but because I love what he's doing to the left. Me too. He's repelling the left because forever the left thought that all the things that we've been saying for for decades was insanity. Yep. And then the left likes this guy, and then he's repeating the same damn things that we've been talking about, and he's coming with receipts. So I really like what he's doing because yep. he's also hitting the other side of America, waking them up to the evil that's been put on them. With DeSantis, you know, a lot of people liked him. I'm, I, you know, I go back a few years, and one of the things that I did not like about him, and in it, you know, when I talk bad about him or when I talk bad about Trump, you know, I, I got some hate from people and then they found out that I was right. And with DeSantis, he was one of the first people to lock down Florida. Mm-hmm. Right. He was one of the people that signed the bill that put all the bean counters in charge of the people's health versus the doctors. Yep. That isn't something that somebody does lightly or oops, my bad. Now the bean counters are going to decide whether you live or die or whether you get, you know, remdesivir or, you know, Regeneron or any of these, any of these things, right? And the bean counter is going to decide who gets what. I didn't like that. Um, I like some of the things that he did where he went after Disney where he, you know, brought the cruise lines in. Yep. I like some of that stuff. But there's there's just kind of that thing in the back of my mind, and then you look at who some of his supporters are. You see, you see Soros talking well about the guy. I mean, well, let's, let's, let's some be, red flags. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. You know, George Soros saying I'm supporting Ron DeSantis for president. I mean, nobody in their right mind who w- would potentially vote for Ron DeSantis is going to do it based upon George Soros's recommendation. I, get that. I mean, that's I get that, that's but... almost like that's almost like the kiss of death, right? I mean, that's like Fredo before he goes out fishing. You know, George Soros. I get it. But a red flag's got to go up. You know, okay. when freaking right. Dr. Evil himself is saying, hey, Ron's not so bad. I'll give <laughs> I mean, it to you. I'll give it to you. Okay, continue, continue. It's a red flag at least, right? You know, you know like Trump, Trump did so many great things. And, and then with, you know, him knowing all the dangers with vaccines that aren't even vaccines, with him knowing about how they rigged the elections, how he did nothing to safeguard any of that stuff, how he didn't continue to fight. Like all that stuff was just, you know, kind of, you know, disheartening because I was one of his largest financial supporters. So, you know, it's one of these things where it's like, you know, I saw a lot of stuff that I didn't like. And what I would what I would like to see is us to have more choices. I would love to see it not just always be the same five or ten people. I'd love to see it open up to people that, um, you know, that we know that have done. You know, I'm not saying Trump hasn't accomplished a lot. God knows he has. But I mean, there's more people out there, right? There's more people than DeSantis. There's more people than than all these folks. I would just right. like to see other candidates. You know what I mean? Like this Vivek guy, he says a lot of cool stuff. I also see a lot of stuff that doesn't look so cool. Right, right. right? But there should be there should just be more options for us. And I'm tired of them just telling us whether hey, here's Coke, here's Pepsi, right? So yep, yep. I just I, I would just like a bigger selection. I want a damn buffet. All right. Yeah. I'm yeah, hungry. It goes back to that illusion of choice again. Uh, okay, so I, I, I got a couple things I want to hit on that you said, but first I want to get uh, Jr.'s take on the on the whole desanctimonious thing. So I so I know Ron. I met him and uh, talked to him a few times. He endorsed me. He was a great dude. Um, he surprised the heck out of me. Um, I met him with JD Vance, and I walk in the back, and he's like, "Oh my God, the Jr. I know you." And he's like, "Oh man, you're great." Because he had saw what I said about him when he was dropping off, you know, the immigrants in yep. in uh, Martha's Vineyard, right? So I was kind of taken back, like, how does this dude know me? That's kind of cool. 
then I looked into him a little bit and I've had a lot of good conversations with guys like Thomas Massey mm-hmm. and Thomas Massey told me, he's like, JR, he's like, um, he's like, Ron DeSantis is a great dude. He goes, when, you know, Mass and Cawthorn says the things about, you know, what were happening in DC, he's like, those things happen. He goes, but you know, um, at night, Ron and I would hang out together. And while all these other members of Congress are doing all these bad things, we were hanging out at the same restaurant, just talking about what we didn't accomplish for that day and what we were going to try to accomplish the next time. Yeah. He's a, he's an old school freedom caucus dude. He has a solid voting record, but you know, power corrupts. And, um, you know, I personally think, so I, I can tell you this, you see DeSantis looking all weird and people are saying he's like on the spectrum and all that. That, that, that's not true. Are they Here, saying that? I, I just thought he was. Un, I thought he was like visibly uncomfortable because it's like not going to work out for him in this race. I think he's visibly uncomfortable because yeah. he's breaking out of his echo chamber. Right? Yeah. Imagine yeah. being a Freedom Caucus guy your whole life, fighting against McCarthy's and and Paul Ryan's, and you know, um, you that finally would, he, get. He's got to op- move into the left a little bit on some stuff. Well, yeah. Well, you finally get this opportunity for all these big donors to come in and help you and make it a little bit easier. And in your mind, you think, you know what? I can break this. I'll take their money, but I'm not going to do what they say. You know, I'll, 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 I think this is legitimately what DeSantis was thinking. And I think he got swooned by these big consultants yep. and they put him into an echo chamber and he wasn't hearing the reality. Yep. And I think when he's because you, you see like at the Iowa State Fair, right? Trump flies his plane over the over the fair real low. And, <laughs> you know, DeSantis starts mumbling and jumbling. And there's other places where he's spoken and you know, Trump has made an announcement on True Social or something like that. And you know that there's certain people in, in DeSantis' staff that are telling him, and he's hearing these things. Normally, he doesn't hear it, but then he yep. hears it, and then you see him screw up. Because I think the reality of what he's done is soaked in, but I think he's been protected from that. Mm-hmm. And I think he still is somewhat protected from that. And I don't think it's truly in, you know, I don't think Ron really got into this thinking that, you know, he was going to create this huge um bow wave of crap that he's created but it really has been a disaster you know? it has and i i don't think he intended that but yeah. i also think that i have a i have a, i have a wishful thought i wish that ron DeSantis would have been what ronald reagan was to barry goldwater sure you know the most famous speech that reagan ever gave was to barry goldwater who was like the og flamethrower right yep, yep. you think trump you know you like trump Go watch a Barry Goldwater video. Yeah, I'll give you goosebumps. Things that he was saying back then is just phenomenal. And Ronald Reagan stood up for that man and gave that, you know, gave the most famous speech we've ever heard out of Reagan. And Goldwater went to lose and the party just went after him. And they, 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 Goldwater's, the rest of his political career was just fighting battles of all these people that just hated him. Right. Uh But, but that speech made Ronald Reagan the next president. That made him the leader of the party. And that's what was supposed to happen with DeSantis, right? The torch was supposed to be passed. Yep, yep. But again, I think these, you know, when you have these high-level um, consultants, you have these big donors, you know, coming after you and saying, we're going to give you all this money, you know, it's hard to raise money, and it's hard to fight the machine. And I truly believe, and these are my assumptions, I think maybe maybe DeSantis thought that he could, you know, he would get away with this. Maybe he thought Trump was going to go to jail and you know, maybe maybe there was other things that on his plate, and he thought maybe he would be the you know the the backup plan, or sure. he would be the inevitable, right? But I wish that it would have been. I really wish it would have been different. But here's what I think: you know, DeSantis could come out tomorrow and drive out of the race and endorse Trump yep. and be a hero. Yep, he could yep, do yep. that. At least we think he could. 
Mm-hmm. What I'm scared of is that Trump's given him an ultimatum because if you know the thing about Trump is he never punches, he counter punches. Yeah. And he said a couple times over the past few weeks, Ron DeSantis needs to get out of the race. I'm hope I'm still hopeful for DeSantis folks. I still believe there's something there and maybe it's because I've been through something similar and, you know, I know what it's like, but if Trump has given him that final ultimatum and he hasn't taken advantage of it, you know, um, Ron DeSantis is going to be, you know, Rosie O'Donnell DeSantis for the rest of his political career. And it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of like Omarosa refusing to leave the set of the apprentice, you know, like, I mean, he's already, he's made it clear. And, uh, yeah, so I, I think because Trump has a history of, uh, allowing people back into the circle, right? You know, like, I mean, even people who have apparently gone against him, uh, you know, he has perhaps you know, behind closed doors chided them and told them, like, you know, hey, you know, you tried to F me, but guess what? I'm the Don, and, and here we are. I'm still more powerful than you. Are you going to play the game, or are you going to fade off into the sunset? So I think that you're right. There, There is the possibility for that uh, to still happen, but my my concern is that I I I, th- I feel like he may have squandered that opportunity in the eyes of the people who would have supported him otherwise. Because you know I was a hundred percent you know hey you know as long as Ron DeSantis doesn't screw it up, uh, as long as he doesn't do a COVID lockdown two point you know I mean we can get through this second term as governor and then we can see what happens unless somebody else you know amazing step forward like if Don Jr. or Eric or somebody announced that they wanted to to. You know, that would have been a a total game changer. But I want to go back to uh, um, uh, to to Kennedy, uh, to RFK Jr. here, uh, Robert, um, because I I really like RFK's presence in this race as well for the exact same reasons that you're saying. And, uh, you know, I I feel like this is also one of those things in the same way, you know, that you might have said complimentary things about Vivek. You know, I, I feel like we should be able to compliment our rivals when it's warranted. You know, I mean, we have to have a certain level of intellectual honesty, you know, because just because we believe that fundamentally, ideologically, we are correct, it doesn't mean that we can't learn something or that we can't recognize when there's something good out there. And you're absolutely right. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is out there making the exact same points that we have. In fact, I would argue that he's making the points that President Trump couldn't make, because if he did, then the press would have pilloried him. Now, I want to go back also to the uh, the vaccines and, uh, you know, COVID and all that stuff. You know, I think it's reasonable to assume that President Trump got bad advice, okay, or at least the machine of the lockdowns were too much for him to go against because it wasn't just the establishment deep state here in America. It was all around the world. I mean, it was like universal. Everyone said, we're going to shut this thing down and we're not going to open up until we have a treatment. And President Trump tried to tell people about therapeutics. You know, he's the only world leader, as far as I know, that actually came out and talked about any of these things. But when he talked about a novel treatment such as the UV light therapy for your blood, which is totally sound scientifically, I mean, it's something that they were actually working on, the press took that 
and made it into like a, a story from The Onion or something. You know, they acted like he was insane telling people to go drink bleach. Well, chlorine dioxide is not bleach. If you know anything about chemistry, then you understand that this is a very different compound and it's not going to be bleach when you drink it. If you put it in something, it's used as a, 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 a purifier of water. You can buy it on Amazon. President Trump's not crazy. My, my whole point is that when he attempted to go down that route, they destroyed any possibility of that stuff being taken seriously. So now RFK Jr. is talking about things that you know, I feel like I wanted Trump to say. OK, <laughs> and now I almost feel like it's better coming from somebody on the left, somebody who identifies as a Democrat. To me, it shows that there is this democratization of sorts uh, among the people of America. It shows you that we're not all that different and that there are issues that we can come together on because I feel like we've lost that as a society. We've become so polarized. You know, we are just like, you know, we're right. They're wrong. I'm not going to hear anything that they have to say. And I think that it shuts us down from being able to make any real progress. It stops us from being able to work together against that uniparty system that we're trying to destroy. Robert? Yeah, I mean, it's it's not us against them. It's we the people. Yes. People remember that. And so it's the best idea that wins. What happens is people, they end up taking a stance, and then through pride, they refuse to move their stance, even if they're found to be wrong. And so there's nothing that you can tell them to convince them that they've been lied to. Like, it's easier to fool somebody than to convince them they were fooled, as Mark Twain told us, right? It's the same thing here. So what I like is Kennedy, he's over there on the left. So ish. And, you know, the left are like, you know, they're eating it up and they're like, going, oh, my God, I had no idea. And so not that he's waking up all of them, but he's waking up, you know, a percentage of them, which is great because it's yeah. we the people. And that's they would never listen to Trump. They just thought yeah. orange man bad. And so whatever he would say. Then, of course, the the mockingbird media, the the propaganda, the propaganda ministry, all those types of people would just twist everything that he says and turn it into like an onion comment, yep. like you said. And so, yeah, there's there's lots of things like that. But when it comes to Trump, his biggest mistake that he made in the beginning was he didn't do what Clinton did. He didn't go in there and fire everybody. You're right. You can't yeah. Nice. You can't play nice with people that are just, you know, dug in like ticks that are all corrupt because they're going to work against you. And that's what they did the entire time he was in office is work against him. I agree. You should know that from building all these companies. Like I built some of the most successful companies in the world. And how did I do that? Through God and through great people. You can't do it without great people. Right. You can't do it without God. And you sure yeah. as hell can't do it without great people. So yeah. if you're trying to use the same broken tools, you know, that are in the that are in the shed, you're not going to get it done. And that's and that's one of the reasons why, try as he might, he did a great job at a lot of things, but he always came up short when it came to, you know, something like, for instance, you know, warp speed, right? Uh-huh. He, he There's all kinds of therapeutics. You look at, uh, like, ivermectin, HCQ, he was talking about those, right? These things have been used forever. Had he had somebody on his team, right, that was a little bit more... I would say just, you know, down the center that might have got through. But when you're going up against, you know, the CIA and you're going up against the, the the mockingbird media and the propaganda people, if you're not combating that at his level, he's going to get eaten alive just like he did because he didn't have enough good people around him that weren't also attacking him. That that was one of the biggest things is the people closest to him were doing the most damage to him. And the people that were looking out for him the most, they were they were the ones that, that were the quickest to, to, to be, um, you know, shed, right? He got rid of them, you know, quick whether it was you know Flynn or any of the folks in the beginning 
he just literally got rid of them and he should have kept those people. But anyways, long story short, uh, it's, it's we, the people, and we just need to find not so much that we all agree with each other, but just find common ground. It's yeah. like, Hey guys, uh, this is bad <laughs> and we want to be somewhere right around here. Right. So let's, let's work together to figure out what somewhere right around here means to where we're not all just, uh, getting mass murdered by our government all in the name of safety. Right. No, absolutely. Uh, real quick, I missed a rumble rant over here. Uh, Low Country Brooklyn says, I'm loving the old home week vibe of this trifecta meeting of the family of minds. <laughs> Good to see you, Brooklyn. Thank you so much. Uh, oh, and this is not a rumble rant, but Cassandra says, I agree with Zach's point of view, uh, and I'm glad that Trump finally was able to come out about the mandates and jabs on truth. My worry is the left hards will try to blame him in turn and turn it around even though they force them. Um, you know, I, I, I know that there actually are some people out there that are already doing it. But again, you know, I mentioned, you know, intellectual honesty. It wasn't under President Trump that any of these mandates went into place. I mean, it was all under Joe Biden. You know, um, my position on the jabs uh, is that the country was never going to be allowed to open up. Uh, until something like that was made available. I mean, that was basically something that they said from the outset. And uh, that's one of the reasons why they uh, allegedly began working on it with such a fervor, even though I think they had it you know, well in hand before. Um, but without the release of that, we never would have been able to go back to any semblance of normal, and people wouldn't have had the awakening of witnessing the devastation that that caused. You know, I mean... In the same way that people, everybody, it may be illegal, okay, but you've got the, the choice to drink and drive, right? You can go to the bar, you can have six shots of whiskey, you can get behind the wheel, and you might die, or you might kill somebody. You know, that's your choice. You've got the choice to go ahead and break the law. People had the choice to do what they wanted with their health care. And then, under Joe Biden, they were forced to do something. So, I feel like it was this double whammy of awakening, you know, I mean, like, you know, so this thing happens. It was clear before Joe Biden got into office that there was problems with it. And yet people were still lining up for it because the ones who took it, either they were feeling pressured to take it by people in their life, or perhaps they saw the messaging from uh, Fauci and his people, you know, shaming people into taking it, uh, or they truly believed the messaging from Fauci that if they didn't take it, then they were going to die and they were going to be killing everybody around them. But either way. By the time Joe Biden came into office and said that they were going to start mandating to people to take it, it was clear that there were problems with it. And so I feel like we can't put the blame on President Trump for what Joe Biden did, you know. Um, and I think that if the vaccine would have uh, had not come out, then perhaps, you know, they would still be telling people to stand six feet apart. The, you know, all of these businesses would be gone. I mean, we already have tremendous economic loss as a result of it. So, you know, I, I, I hate to, uh, I, I, I don't know, I, I hate to, to try to like, you know, make, <laughs> try to find anything positive about that situation. But I mean, I feel like we have to because it's come and gone. What can we learn? You know, where can we go? How do we move on from this? And and how do we make the best of a bad situation? Um, you know, oh, shoot, there was another point that I wanted to make, but go ahead. Yeah, I think we have. I, I think I'm going to look at it, look at it from a couple different perspectives. Number one, we love the fact that Trump was an outsider and he didn't understand Washington, D.C. because yes. he was coming in to break it. Yep. Um, you know, oftentimes I've said things on the show that I've known that I shouldn't have said, and I'm going to try to skirt that here, but 
you know, a lot of the problems with Trump not weren't necessarily his. You have to look at some of his personality flaws, which he readily admits that he has. Trump is a dealer and he's a negotiator. He believes in his mind that he can convince everybody to like him. He doesn't like when people don't like him. And he works very, very hard to to, to gain the, the favor of people. I think what he didn't recognize, and he said this before, unlike the mafia, the people in D.C., when they say they're going to break the, the deep state, the administrative state of you know the, our, our government is embedded, they're rattled, like Beatles said. Uh-huh. And it may sound great to say he could have fired him, but he, he, he didn't have the authority. He would have spent more time battling to get rid of the guy than he would have doing what he thought was right, which is convincing the guy to come to the, the you know, the light there. Uh-huh. And the other part of it is, is that, you know, he, he kind of, sh- he really showed how quick we could, we could move um, medication through the process and not be piped down by all of this, uh, you know, cumbersome uh, hyper regulation. Yeah. Now yeah. that's not to say that this stuff should have been through more thorough testing. I'm sure it should have, but it doesn't mean that our system wasn't broken. So there are some positives that come out of it, but I never felt compelled to take the vaccination. I, I never felt that Trump uh, made me feel that way. And I think that's where it comes down to, you know, he believed he was doing the right thing. He was being lied to, like, you know, like you guys said, and, and, you know, at some point we have to realize like this is the guy we wanted and had he not done some of the things that he's done and had he not gone through some of these things and exposed them and put them out on you know in the, in the national stage we wouldn't have known they existed uh, but the good thing is the good thing is i'll tell you this roger stone and general flynn can pick up the phone now and call donald trump uh-huh. they couldn't do that a couple of years ago yeah okay they can do that now they're back on the team he has made he has realized, and I, I've said this on your show before I even ran for office. His problem is the people around him, and look at the look at the um, the issues that came up with his campaign staff, his his oh, yeah. in office staff, some of the things that they were doing, and you know the, there were people getting to Washington D.C. and they were being taken advantage, uh-huh. and Trump was trying to to maintain their livelihoods. There's there's people that have had very highly public affairs and. And things like that, that Trump still talks to, I think, because he sees them from a human level and they got taken advantage of by D.C. It's an evil place. Right. And there's and and there's also the problem of the RNC saddling him with moles. I think, you know, they definitely placed people around him that they knew they could control, that they knew could subvert President Trump's plans. Now, here's and McCarthy are the ones that helped build half his staff. They're still here. Yes. Now, you made an excellent point uh, about the, uh, the the revelations surrounding this stuff. You know, because of the the horrors of the vaccine and the rollout and the problems with COVID, uh, you know, and its origins. I mean, the pharmaceutical industrial complex and its connections, deep seated financial ties to federal government workers, civil servants, and ties to biological weapons facilities. That was all exposed as a result of COVID being released into the world, the vaccine that they already had ready, which really wasn't a vaccine and that had absolutely zero quality control because clearly some of it was different than what they were giving out. All of that stuff was put on the plates of Americans. And and I don't know that this could have happened any other way. You know, if President Trump, while he was in office, if he would have like come to America, gone on television and said, guess what? 
This is everything that's wrong. I've discovered it, and now I want to let you guys know about it so that we can do something to fix it. You know, he would have been dead before he left the Oval Office. Okay, they yeah. they would have done yeah. they would have done exactly. yeah yeah they would have stopped him. They would have made sure that everything that he said and everything he revealed uh, it just wasn't taken seriously because anything that he did expose they didn't take it seriously. But now under Joe Biden, he debated Joe Biden knowing what was on that damn laptop and exactly. he held his composure. Yes, you know what I mean, like, yes. He how many lo- grown men in the audience? And I know all three of us would have knocked that dude's lights out. <laughs> oh, yes, if, if we knew that your kid was doing what he was doing on that laptop. Yes, one hundred percent, man. So now, right? so now, all of these things that we've been talking about for years have all been exposed. They've been proven in a in something you could prove in a court of law. Underneath the Joe Biden administration, uh, we have what is essentially the least popular president in modern times, perhaps in the history of this country. Uh, And we have a nation of people who are surviving barely in a system that is so intrinsically broken, like more people today understand that things must change than they have at any other time in the past. Uh, I want to get, Robert, we're going to get your thoughts on that here in just a moment. But before we do, I have to give a shout out to the sponsors of the second half of the program, beginning with my friends at c60evo.com forward slash Red Pill 78. When you go here, make sure you use code Red Pill 78 to save 10% off your order. They have some bundles that are already created for you, so you can save uh, a ton of money by getting things. Uh, it comes in a bunch of different formulas, either with olive oil or coconut oil or avocado oil. Uh, they have uh, facial serums and lip balms, but essentially, C60 Evo is a substance that does some really incredible things inside your body, help you boost your immune system, give you back your energy. Uh, I've been taking this myself for the last month, and uh, I think it's uh, quite an incredible thing. Make sure you check out the interview that I did with the people from C60 Evo uh, a couple of weeks ago because we talked specifically about some of the results that they were able to achieve in a laboratory setting. We're talking about lifespans being increased by up to 90%. It's some pretty incredible stuff. Uh, Also, I need to say thank you very much to Mr. Mike Lindell at MyPillow.com. When you use code RP78, you can save up to 80% off Every single product, whether it's the bath towels, the beach towels, the MyPillow mattress topper, or the MyPillow mattresses, MyPillow 2.0, the slippers, the bathrobes, all of the quality products at MyPillow help in, in help Mike save the election system here in America and at the same time also support the show here on Red Pill 78. Sincerely, I would appreciate it. Also, my friends at My Patriot Supply, prepare with redpill78.com. Right now, you can save $200 off a three-month supply of emergency food. We're talking about 21 different varieties of food that are good for up to 25 years. Uh, You have over 2,000 calories a day, breakfast, lunches, and dinner. It's the perfect thing to have on hand in case things do go bad. And then besides having emergency food on hand, uh, I would say that having potable water, drinkable water that's safe uh, and free of toxins are probably the next most important thing. And you can do that by picking up your chlorine dioxide water purification kits at onenessdrops.com. And also, when you're there, use code RP78 to save 50 
Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Best performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. 15% off your order, and this is definitely something you're going to want to have on hand in your your go bag, in your medicine cabinet, uh, in your camping stuff. Uh, this is an incredible substance. It is not bleach, and media matters can suck it. Uh, and you can use this to make nasty, nasty water that's loaded up with toxins and a bunch of uh, bugs, completely safe to drink. You can look up the science on it yourself, and uh, even the U.S. government puts it on uh, all of their trips that they take to the International Space Station, and I'm sure that they give it to soldiers too, because uh, it's really the uh, the quickest and easiest way that you can purify water and make it safe to drink very, very quickly. Onenessdrops.com, use code RP78, save 15% off. Thank you very much for indulging me on that, you guys, and we're going to get right back into the conversation. So, Robert, um, 
Do you think that there is any value to the exposure of all of these issues happening under the Biden administration? Do you think that there is more power in it or do you think I'm crazy? Only and only if people learn from this and say hell no to it ever happening again. Yeah. Otherwise, they're just basically doing the definition of insanity, right? And the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. So Mm -hmm. if they're actually going to learn from this and then the next time they want to do lockdowns or mask mandates or forced jabs, people will come together and say hell no. Well, then, yeah, I mean, at least they learn something from it, from this horrible atrocity that's happened. But if they don't, then no, all of this stuff was in vain and we're, we're just the majority of, of the country are a bunch of knee bending saps that, you know, took the jab and the 30 percent of us that told them to go to hell, you know, are going to be the ones that are left after, you know, they, they get their 70 second uh, booster shot or some shit like that. Right. So it's like <laughs> so the only silver lining is only if people learn from this. Right. I agree. If they don't, then no, it's all bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm with you. I'm absolutely with you on that. I mean, I guess this is the point at which I have more optimism about the future of humanity. You know, I mean, like, I I understand. I have to believe that we as a society, as the human race, are going to learn from what we just saw. Now, there is always the possibility that idiocracy as, uh, you know, a reality is right across the horizon. I saw something uh, horrifying the other day, JR, uh, that uh, IQ rates have dropped in Western society for the first time in history. Uh, quite literally, people are getting stupider on a daily basis. And, you know, I'll admit, it's, I've, I've found that it's more difficult for myself to pay attention to things for uh, a, a longer period of time, certainly uh, longer than I was able to when I was a little bit younger. And I think a lot of it has to do with the conditioning that we undergo uh, because of all of the, the programming that's around us. That's one of the reasons I like doing long form programming, because I don't want to do 15 second blurbs. I, I don't want to do three minutes uh, so that people are constantly looking for that dopamine rush. I want to be able to bring people information that's going to make them think and force them to pay attention. So, uh, you know, what do you think? I mean, is humanity going to learn or is it a foregone conclusion that, uh, ouch, my balls is right around the corner? (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, I think the one thing we don't, we only, we not only have to learn from what we've, uh, witnessed from our elected officials, but we have to learn some of the shenanigans and bullshit that we've been doing on the internet for the past few years. Sure. And, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of things that have come out and that have been said and done that we've thought were the truth and weren't the truth, and we've 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 thought we were exposing things, and we sat on our hands and and we waited and we we didn't get out and take advantage of our you know our voting processes to a certain degree. We weren't getting out in our school systems. We weren't you know keeping the Democrats out of or not necessarily the Democrats per se, but those that had you know, these uh, extreme progressive ideas invading our system. And I, I think we have to do more in so many different ways. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I fear, like I see, you know, you get online and again, it goes back to what we talked about earlier. You, you see all these DeSantis supporters that are attacking the Trump supporters and you see the Trump supporters attacking the DeSantis supporters at some point, at some point we're, we're on the same team. Right. Yeah, yeah. And all these people now, like, you know, they, they're doing this stuff for clicks, right? We were throwing fireballs two, year, two, three years ago, right? Now here we are, like the old school dudes, like, okay, like, 
you might gain 30,000 followers, but Twitter's going to ban you, dude. Like, Mm -hmm. is it really worth it? You know what I mean? Couldn't you get a lot more done? And I think we've learned that. Yeah. But this whole, but this whole new class of like folks that are coming out, they don't care about us. There's no respect. Right. And you know exactly who I'm talking about. And you know, there's, there's uh, the other part of it is, is that we've, um, we've, uh, we've created idols out of our politicians. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, you go to a you go to a a rally for you know let's just use Marjorie Taylor Greene for an example, man. You know how many how many people are running up to her trying to take a selfie when they need to be asking her where the fuck is the impeachment paperwork, right? Where, where's that at? You know who cares about your selfie and your deadlifting on your Instagram? You know I don't care about that, right? Don't tell me about scripture when you know there's so many things that have gone on with her, right? We're we've we've allowed these folks to to not only take our money and, and take our, our liberties. But we've also in some, in some degree, we've allowed them to take our religion and uh-huh. it, it's, it's crazy because they're, they're molesting a lot of things that, that we should be holding dear. And uh, you know, these folks sh- should have no business being on Twitter, sending out mean, nasty notes. They need to be doing exactly what they said they were going to do yeah. before we cast it about, you know, a vote for them at the ballot box. Yeah, I, I think there's a higher standard that our elected officials should be held to. And unfortunately, it's, uh, you know, I, I'd say this all, a lot. It feels more like uh, rather than elected officials, servants of the people, we have a class of American oligarchy uh, and, yeah. you know, they get into office. Uh, they get these backroom deals. Oftentimes uh, they do come in with the best of intentions and then it doesn't take very long at all. And they're completely compromised and they're doing exactly what they said they weren't going to do. And this is why it's so important, so vital that we follow through on what you said, Jr. Every single one of us needs to be involved in the political process. And, Rob, you know, we've talked about so many times, you know, I'm, I, I'm re- the reason one of the reasons that I am so positive about this is because every single day I get new emails from people who are like, hey, you know, I became a precinct committeeman because I saw your show. I am now a delegate. I am now, you know, high up in the party. My, my friend Thad Snyder in Kansas, he and his boys basically took over the Kansas GOP. You know, I mean, that is seriously an amazing accomplishment. <clears throat> and so those things are happening. But unfortunately, it's just not the second sexiest news. And so it's not the thing that's at the top of everybody's news feeds. So every time that I can, I try to highlight that stuff and make sure that people know that we are out there making a difference. We are truly trying to hold these people accountable. And, you know, again, with uh, everything you're doing, Robert, really appreciate it. JR, I sincerely hope that we get you back on the ballot and get you elected because I know that you won't become one of those compromised, uh, uh, you know, former America first uh, elected officials, but um, we listen. We've got three people on the line. Do you guys want to make any final comments before we open up these phone lines? I just have one thing that I think we should talk about real quick. I put this out a couple weeks ago. Um, I've been like again. I kind of was quiet for the past few weeks, kind of collect or months, collecting myself and everything. And you know, um, when we talk about Congress and uh, we talk about the fact that these folks are all compromised, right? Big special interests and lobbyists are taking advantage of them. Mm-hmm. I really looked, so I started reading the Federalist Papers a little bit more and things like cool. that. And if you look at like uh, Federalist Papers, I think it's 44, you, you see where Madison says that the Congress should grow um, in parallel. And, and, and basically the, the growth of Congress should be, should correlate the growth of the population. We haven't increased the size of Congress in quite some time. And so I actually did a lot of looking into this and I put it on Twitter and I said, hey, we could fix it. 
let's double the size of Congress because then you're you're increasing the spread and you know you're you're uh, you're, you're not giving Congress and allowing Congress to have so much so many excuses now to delegate so much authority. Well, you'd also right, decentralize right away was, a lot of that money. You decentralize a lot of that money. So then there's going to be more races. It's going to be more people to uh, have actually fund their uh, their campaigns. Right. And your districts get smaller. Your your representatives become more you know closer yes. to, to their constituents. But here's the other part about it is it 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 it, it would be. If instead of living in Washington, D.C., they were forced to live in their home districts, surrounded by the people that they're meant to represent every single day. And if those districts were so much smaller, it really would make it a lot easier for every single person they represent to have a little bit of face time. And we should be holding them accountable. They should be working as much as we are, if not more. You know, right. I mean, I, they have support staff, right? When they show up to work at 6 p.m. on a Tuesday for a 15-minute vote and then clock out for the rest of the day, you had four to six interns doing all of their work that entire time, you know, handing them a list or just coming up behind them saying, just say yes, yeah. Senator Feinstein. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't care how, I don't care how many hours they put in, but I want results, right? I want a 40-hour work. Work week. At the, I don't at care about that. I, I'm from the school. I was. I was in. I was in management, man. You don't tell. I, you, you look at my results, right? I, I might work two hours a day and get more done than you, but I all right, still. All right. So, so then we need some performance indicators at the very least, because yes, based yes. upon that, look, they're not cutting we can, it. <laughs> we can expand Congress by 400 people and get get rid of the EPA, which is yes. 15,000. So yes. Is that small government? Yes. But again, going back to what I said earlier, we've become so polarized. We yep. think we know what the hell we're talking about. We're not thinking critically. We're reading what some dude says on Twitter, and we're thinking that this person knows what the hell they're talking about. Mm-hmm, and we're mm-hmm. forgetting, right, because this guy's out throwing all these flames for your favorite candidate. You're forgetting the the Red Pill and the Beatles and the JR that have been doing this for a couple of years now that have never lied to you, that have been giving it this some critical thought, right? Yep. You're just chasing this, chasing this balloon and taking selfies with marjorie taylor green you know in you when, when you see her on tour i mean that, that's what we're going to we have to pull that back yeah because we continue down the path it's we're getting eaten by our own party yeah yeah i think so all right robert any yeah, thoughts I'm giving the democrats we... too much stuff off of research i'm telling you no totally totally uh, yeah robert <laughs> go ahead any, any thoughts before we open the lines I mean, just just in the vein of what we've just you know been talking about. So I, I get totally what uh, Jr. is talking about. Uh, when you read the Federalist Papers, when when you look at Madison and Jay and Hamilton, they also clearly define what government should be. And so you can yeah. add another thousand of them or ten thousand of them, but if they're not focusing on what they're supposed to only be doing, yep. we've just made it so much worse. Because all you have to do is look from California to Florida, from one coast to the other, and look at the state legislators. Are they working for us? Could you imagine doubling them? Could you imagine tripling them? How about we just handcuff what their what their actual liabilities or what their what the limits of their authority are? If yeah. we were just to go back to that versus to put more people in that are also going to go from worth a hundred grand to a hundred million, it's yeah. like yeah. this. We have I'm only in for putting them in if we're reducing the bureaucracy, though. Like. That, power that's corrupts, the, absolute power corrupts, absolutely, I, brother. If you put in we, another I, 900 congressmen, oh, geez. You but if you lot. get rid of 15,000 bureaucrats, 
from the I, EPA and well, I, I think I think that we are could, constitutional. Like we, it shouldn't be there. Yeah. If they just got back to the basics, like EPA shouldn't even exist. That's we, not in I, the constitution. We I, I don't disagree it. with you, but what I'm thinking it what I'm saying is we've historically gone so far down the road. Like you can't you can't rip a band-aid off of a wound that you should have stitched up thirty years ago because you're just gonna have the same problem and it's gonna fester. Yeah. So we have to gradually get there. I'm not saying I agree with you 100%, but I also think that we, we've we put a lot of these systems in place that we don't even know what's working and what's not because they're so burdened with bureaucracy. So the first step to me is stripping fire the excuse, all. right? <laughs> yeah, fire yeah all. I, fire I want all. to, I want to, but I know that'll never happen. Just like when we talk yeah. about term limits, right? I love term limits, but I know they're never going to vote it in. Yeah. Honestly... We, I don't I don't like I like what term limits gives. That's a totally different conversation. But the thing is, is it's, it's all boiled. It's all it's always boiled down to God and us. So yeah. if, if we the people wake up to this stuff, this all this all ends because these people are only taking this power because we allow them to do it because we don't know any better. or right. We do, mm-hmm. but yeah. majority of people don't. And so they well, let's go ahead and create the FBI. Let's go ahead and create the EPA. Let's go ahead and create the school boards and all this federal funding that, you know, they only get money for the schools if they do X, Y, and Z and jab the kids and social distance them and put, you know, pornography in, in books. The, all that crap only exists because the people don't realize they're not supposed to be doing any of that. Yep. And if, yep. if people actually woke up to this and woke up to what our, our founding documents actually say, then actually use them all this stuff would end but it's the people that have to wake up because if we keep looking to these leaders these selected individuals to lead us they're going to lead us right off the cliff like a bunch of lemmings yep yep yeah you're absolutely right okay so let's bring in our first caller caller you're on the air can we get your name yeah hey zach it's vortex guy hey vortex good to hear from you buddy how you doing well good how are you detecting corruption i hope that, that's uh, it, it's an everyday job, twenty four seven. Congress may only work five hours a week, but not me. <laughs> <laughs> that's great, Jr. You should be in Congress right now. We wish we had you. Oh, thanks, man. And Robert, I think maybe what uh, I'm very curious. What do you know about things that have happened recently? Seems to be along with the January, excuse me, the January sixth committee. Alex Jones had this problem. It looks like Rudy Giuliani now has been given uh, a, what they call a default judgment, and it doesn't allow him to put the receipts on the table. I'm getting so sick and tired of this judicial system that's either threatened or compromised or both, where they're not allowing the evidence to come forward which with which they're accusing the defendant of, of being and uh, I, I maybe you got some enlightenment is this a, something that's going to continue to go on where everybody's going to have a gag order Alex Jones couldn't even talk about whether he was innocent or not or or he would be uh, uh, thrown in jail and I guess Giuliani had all the receipts and they're not they don't want any part of it and the judge uh, did what they called a default judgment. Yeah, so th- there's all kinds of things that you can you can try to do to stay away from stuff like that. You're talking about like motions and limine where they try to keep evidence out of out of the court or out of uh, you know discovery or out of um, you know when you're uh, examining the other side, talking about it through depositions or or even in the courtroom. There's there's stuff like that, but that, that's one why I always go back to the beginning. Pick your battles and pick your battlefield and try to try to get as much stuff in your favor as you can before you actually get in the ring. If you just start filing federal lawsuits, 
I mean, a lot of stuff. Yeah, they can do all kinds of things to you, right? I mean, they can they can gag you. They can, you know, restrict what you put in there. But when I filed everything, guess what I did? I filed 146 exhibits that made it public record forever. So go ahead. It's already out there. People can download thousands of pages of stuff that prove what I'm saying. They can watch videos of, you know, of all kinds of stuff, all kinds of laws being broken. It's out there for the whole world to see. It's it's all public. So why don't why don't attorneys do this type of stuff in the beginning? I, I don't know. I can't answer why they don't do certain things, but I do know that courts can be very corrupt. And I do know that courts, you know, they're <laughs> they're kind of our last line of defense, so to speak. And so you try to get in get into one that's as unbiased as possible that's going to try to weigh the evidence on its merits and not because of some, you know, party that they belong to or some kind of secret handshake deal they made in the back room to to throw the case. So you try to put as much stuff as you can in, in, in the right light and pick your battle in the beginning, put your faith in God. And, and the biggest thing is not, not give a crap what anybody thinks about you. Just go out there and just do what needs to be done. But knowing that, yeah, there's all kinds of things they can try to do. So the way I counter that stuff is I threw it all out there. I threw a ton of evidence out there in the very beginning. So there's nothing they can say. It was like, oh, he doesn't have the goods. <laughs> well, anybody and anybody their brother can go get it. So they can see it for themselves. It feels like uh, these days election integrity has become an oxymoron. And if you can't throw the receipts on the table, what are you adjudicating? Just one person's opinion. And Giuliani, of course, he he had no choice. He's called in. And Peter Navarro's got the same thing happening to him, evidently. And this Fannie Willis really has to go. And we're finding out uh, deeply how bad, uh, badly entrenched Georgia is. Republicans and Democrats with what Kemp is doing and refusing to do. So, yeah, there's, you know, there's, there's a big conversation to have here, but in a nutshell, uh, it's, it's not election integrity. I mean, we're talking about election fraud and if you can prove it like we can down at a precinct level, that's something nobody else has been able to do. They just cry. Hey, a bunch of ballots came in. Hey, a bunch of this happened. A bunch of that happened. Or here we got videos. Here's our court order. Here's where they broke it. Here's the video. This is the video of them breaking our quarter. This is the video of them admitting that they're breaking our quarter. This is them admitting that they're breaking the law. You know, here's all these, here's the certified vote totals for the two largest counties in the, in the state. Here is the, the certified results that say that every single one of these precincts voted identically, which is mathematically impossible. Here's how we can determine every single election that took place by just using this simple formula, and you'll be able to determine with impossible accuracy the results of these elections. You have to be able to do it at a precinct level. I've never seen anybody else do this before to where you actually have uh, a history of filing grievances where they fail to redress our grievances according to the constitution and and the state state constitution as well i've never seen anybody where they where they have all the goods all the receipts down to a precinct level of the actual people who are the perpetrators and the people who are violating the laws i've never seen that i've just seen lots of patriot mythology i've seen lots of um, you know like the unexplainable things but they don't show who does it or or how it could have possibly affected the outcome of an election. It just happened. And so, you know, all this stuff makes it very difficult. And people, they throw lawsuits out there before thinking all this stuff through. And then they end up setting really bad case law like they did in Nevada. My God, there was so many hurdles we had to get through just because 
people were in such a rush to file lawsuits, they didn't realize how crappy they were. And then they set bad case law. So that's one of the reasons why I've filed so few lawsuits compared to, you know, like as many as I want to, because I have to make sure that all of our ducks are in a row so I don't end up screwing everybody else in the country or in the state. So again, down to the precinct level, make sure that you're able to prove who did it, how they did it, and what actually happened because of it. If you're able to do that, it changes the game. What we're just hoping is this thing works its way up through the court system that uh, Giuliani, because he's got the receipts, he's got the affidavits, he's got all the data, and more and more evidence comes out every day. So we're just hoping that it it, it does get at least the only court we have anymore, Robert, is the court of public opinion. We the people. Yeah. That, you that's know, what it I'm, takes. If we the people stop playing along, this stuff all ends. That's what people need to understand. You know, I, I truly think that all of these cases, I mean, they're going to make their way to the Supreme Court. I mean, that, that's the only thing that can possibly happen. It's the only court where I think we have the, the best opportunity for an unbiased and truly uh truly specific legal opinion on this stuff because there is no crimes that have been committed in any of these various indictments i mean it's it's a, it's a fishing expedition you know I, I i think that it's unlikely president trump or any of these other people are going to be convicted on any of this stuff but if they do then you know it's going to go as high as they can possibly take it um, it's going to cost everybody a lot of money. It's going to waste a lot of time. Uh, it's going to be a handicap of sorts. Uh, but I just, I, I, I just can't see it as being successful. Well, hopefully the uh, uh, attorneys will be a little more aggressive. It seems to me uh, some of the attorneys that uh, that the president has had, uh, yeah, sure, Alan Dershowitz is a good constitutional lawyer, no doubt about it. But it seems to me he more defends constitutions than he does defendants. And Scott Bennett, I don't know if you know Scott Bennett, but he had a gal on a show this morning that evidently submitted uh, a bunch of affidavits on the uh, uh, election uh, fraud. And it's being submitted into the case, whether they like it or not, like you said, Robert. No, I I am familiar with Scott. Yeah, Um I'll uh, I'll see about checking that out. You know, like Robert said, I mean, the thing is, an affidavit is simply someone's testimony of what they saw. You know, I mean, it's not like pictures, video and uh, even forensic data about uh, what's actually happened in these elections. So I think that it's it's, actually hearsay. It's considered hearsay in court. It's not even admissible most of the time because you can't cross examine a piece of paper. Yeah, yeah, it's true. All right. Well, listen, uh, I appreciate you calling in, Vortex Guy. Thank you so much, and uh, thanks for the, the quality comments. Take care, take care, guys. All right, brother. We'll see you. God bless. Peace. Okay, next caller. Caller, you're on the air. Can we get your name? My name's Todd. Todd Topic. Todd, Todd, welcome to the program. Yes. How you doing? Good. Very good. Good to talk to you, Zach. Pleasure having you. Well, so what's on your mind? So, uh, I've been listening guy. to you for a few years. You here? Can you, can yeah, you hear me? I think JR yeah, said, I, said I know you. this guy. Yeah, JR is my bro, man. Right on. Hey, uh, I've been listening to you for years, and uh, I have to tell you, Zach, you personally got me engaged with JR. You had him on your show 18 months ago or so. Yeah. And said that you had to engage locally and uh we got engaged with jr i've become friends with him and everything and that's uh, great i just 
you know, have watched everything go on and, and it just, it kind of sucked the way everything went down. But, uh, we, uh, we had some fundraisers for them and we got a lot of things going on for them. And, uh, to be honest with you, 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 you hit the nail on the head when you said earlier that we need to see JR on the ballot again, because I, uh, I, I got everybody that came to my fundraiser at my house and everybody asking me, Hey, who does JR want to see make it this time? And, uh, yeah, I'd like to hear what JR's got to say. And I, I mean, JR, I'm praying for your mom every day. I hope she's doing well. And, uh, if she's healthy, man, it would be oh, great she's to doing see you back on the ballot. She's doing fantastic, dude. Zach, remember when I sent you the video when I was standing out in that yard that F, that the F 16 or whatever? like flew over the house. Yes. That was his son. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. <laughs> so they were, there's, uh, he lives by the air force base and they, you know, they, we had a fundraiser out there and his, his son was doing his training sweet. and him and the other guys decided they were going to, for, for, for those out there that have jurisdiction over this, he did not fly over, but he did. Buzzing the old timer. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, uh, well, I, there's been yeah, a lot of people. Commander's wife happened to be here at that time, and we were like, uh, "Let's just keep this to the <laughs> on the down low here." Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's no, so I mean, funny. so yeah, I'm I'm ahead, seriously sir. considering it, man. I know a lot of people. A lot of people are asking me to get back in. One of the things that, like I said, were is a challenge. Is a couple weeks back, President Trump got a hold of me and asked me to come to the the screening of sound of freedom that he had at Bedminster and wanted my mom to come. And, you know, I told him like, you know, mom can't fly and he wanted me to come anyway. So I went and watched the, the video, which is great. And then, um, within two days of me being home, Kevin McCarthy and the entire leadership team and Jim Jordan, unfortunately, um, made sure they all came out and endorsed the guy that I beat in the primary last cycle. Mm. And, um, you know, this guy's a country club Republican bought and paid for, um, Nobody wanted me to lose the election last cycle more than him and Marcy Captor. You know, he, 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 I really did a number on him in the primary. He was a real lazy candidate. He thought he had it in the bag. Didn't even buy a yard sign. He just figured that, you know, because Jim Jordan endorsed him that he was going to win. And now, you know, he's running around the district, uh, you know, trying to garner all the support. And there's internal polling right now that shows that, you know, if I was in the race, I'd be up by 20 points, but, the kicker is, you know, this is all about money. And, um, you know, he, he's got McCarthy and Jim Jordan and all these other folks behind him. And, um, you know, they've done some pretty nasty things behind the scenes to make sure and try to make sure that I don't get back in. Um, I could get back in and win off of the hearts and minds. That's that's for sure. But, again, I'd be up against this, uh, you know, this machine in the general election that doesn't want me to win. So that's what I have to come to grips with. Am I going to am I going to put it all out there again? Or am I going to wait and maybe take a job in the administration when Trump wins? So um, I think I'm, you I'm could really, be very effective as a cabinet member. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'll be honest with you, and I'm 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 really thinking. Uh, I can't say it publicly, but it's not over for me. The, these people did me wrong, and I'm going to flip some tables. I just don't know how I'm going to do it yet. Um, I will make sure that the GOP that did me wrong does not win the seat, whether it's me taking it from them or me stopping them from taking it. And you can call me a 
party crasher or what, what have you, but what they did to me, they'll do to anybody else and they'll do to you. So if I got to get out and run it as an independent just to take away 50% of the guy's votes, I might just do that. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> you know, but, here's the thing, too. If you were to run as an independent and you were to win, then you would be completely unencumbered from that RNC yoke that would be oh, I'd be unencumbered that. anyway. I, I wouldn't. I I wouldn't take their money anyway. They didn't give it to me last time. I wouldn't okay. I wouldn't commit my vote last time. I, I stood up and I said no. And they didn't like that. Um I I was non committal. Like I was going to DC to represent the district and yeah. I wasn't charmed by veneers and, and ten thousand dollar suits. <laughs> I, mean, it, 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 I don't care. I've seen it before. Oh. I worked in the nuclear power industry, man. This guy's you know the I've I've sat in the C-suite with a bunch of people that would uh, run these politicians blind. It's just I could gauge that a little bit better. You know, when <laughs> when McCarthy's talking to me and 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 he's picking up the phone and calling President Trump and and I'm thinking that, you know, he's got my best interest in mind because he's obviously talking to the president and the president doesn't want nothing bad to happen to me. Little do I know that, you know, there there's a there's games being played and uh Kevin McCarthy knows the long game. So, you know, he waited out Trump. And then, you know, by the time it's uh, by the time Trump realizes that I'm screwed, he can't do anything about it. And at one point in time, I had a direct line to him. And then, you know, McCarthy became the blockade of that. Mm-hmm. I have that again. But there was a time that I didn't have that. And when I didn't have it, that's when the NRCC did all these nasty things. Mm-hmm. And if you notice, when McCarthy was on like round 16 to get the speaker's gavel, one rep- one Democrat said, I'm ready to cross the aisle to make sure he gets that gavel. And that was Marcy Kaptur, the co-chair <laughs> of the Ukrainian caucus, wow. the lady that I ran against, who's been in office for 40 years. So when the NRCC staffers would come here to my district and they would disappear and, you know, they wanted to go to certain things, right? And I, I, I wouldn't let them engage with my campaign as much as they wanted to. Um, I know what they were doing. They were going to Marcy's local office and they were talking. You know, without the DC microphones, and they were hashing out deals. So, wow. You know i I got taken advantage of. There's no doubt about it, and that's why I'm so empathetic with Trump because I understand what he went through, and I understand what it's like to have the best. Wear your cards on your sleeve and get taken advantage of because you you underestimate in overestimating. And but Todd, I'm telling you, man. Um, it's guys like you and your wife and, and, you know, everybody that was out of your place that makes it, you know, makes it worthwhile to do this because you've lived in the district, you know, a little bit older than me, but you've lived in the district, served the country and you see what I had to go through and to see people like yourselves and to have a, a just a monicum of, of, of excitement and hope on their faces that this might be the guy that rids us of this evil Democrat, you know, that, that, that made it worth it. And that makes like every fiber of my being, dude, wants to get on Twitter right now and say I'm back in the race, but I have to be smart about it. No doubt. I'm waiting for that day, brother. And Todd's a huge and, uh, fan of your Zach, man. He's like, dude, when Red Pill comes, you got to tell Like everybody in place, like, we'll get a steak or something. Hey, I think, yeah, that, I, I think 50% of the promised. people on the campaign trail knew you. I, I, I FaceTimed you so much at campaign events. They're like, did. dude, was a Red Pill? And I'd FaceTime Zach, and he'd be doing something, like playing with his gun or doing something. <laughs> he'd be out in his lawn tanning and pruning 
flowers and he stops to FaceTime with some you know lady. That's so funny. The funny thing is, like, I've only ever been recognized once. Well, you know, when I was in D.C., there was like a handful of people, like three or four people that came up to me. But like, like you met more people that knew me than like anybody else. Like nobody else has ever called me and been like, hey, I'm with somebody that watches your show. It was a pretty cool experience, man. So, yeah. heck Remember, yeah, that? Gonna, Remember uh, that black lady that I met? Oh, yeah. I still got was, the video. I still got the video. Dude, that yeah. was the best thing in the world. Like, yeah. Yeah. My campaign staff was like, because uh, so the couple days before, some people were kind of messing with us, BLM people, right? Yep. And okay, you know, unfortunately, they stereotyped because she was a black lady. And they're like, you know, and I'm, and, and, and she was with another lady. And, I, and I'm just the kind of guy, like, I'm going to go talk to anybody, right? And so I went up and I'm like, hi, how are you guys doing? And she goes, I know you. You are on Red Pill. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> you know? And so I got Red Pill on, on FaceTime. Dude, she talked to you for like, minutes dude like made her day that's awesome that that's such a good feeling how cool is that yeah man very very cool awesome well zach yeah zach jr did say if you come up back up here that me you and him are having dinner so absolutely a hundred percent we will oh man i love that and and jr man i gotta tell you that the other day i had one of your shirts on and my grandson earl was like hey What's up with J.R. Juski, man? <laughs> His grandson. So he hasn't forgot about you either. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. Well, well listen. And, and Robert, man, Robert, this is the first time I've heard of you. And, uh, you know, I didn't want to leave you hanging out there. Um, I'm very impressed with what you had to say. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to kind of keep an eye out for you as well. You follow. He's Robert Beatles on Truth on uh, on on Twitter. OperationSunlight.com is the website. The link is in the description. Check it out. And then Robert's been on the show probably just as many times as JR. So go back through the back catalog okay. and you can see, uh, you know, any of those interviews. They're all top notch. He's always got something great to drop on people. Excellent. Well, man, thanks for letting me call in and uh, good to good to finally talk to you. And hey, JR, man, if, if you jump in. We got your back again. I, I got Thanks, my backyard man. ready for some fundraisers. Right All right, on. brother. You'll be the yeah. first one to know, man. All right, Tyler. <laughs> All right. Have a great night, brother. Thanks Thank for the you call. Guys. Appreciate you. you. As well. We'll see you. All right. I think KC might be on the line. Uh, caller, are you there? Is this KC? Happy Labor Day, man. Hey, it happy is. Labor Day. Yes, yes. And, uh, Zach, I do have the answer for the dropping IQs in the Western world. Okay. Tell us. Um, but. But first, I want to compliment you on having uh, Joe Allen on about the uh, transhumanism. Oh, yes. And you got to have my back on again for, oh. for questions. But you I, will be. I just love how you both mentioned uh, Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber. Yep. And I want to ask you, you gentlemen, you know, one of the brightest benefits of the Unabomber dying? No. Tell. He's now eligible to be on a postage stamp. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say he was, was going to vote. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's probably true, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> but what I wanted to say about the uh, evolution of the human beings, actually the ignorance and, of course, the apathy is the lifeblood of the corruptocrats, the politicians, sure. if you will. Yep. They don't want the electorate knowing 
too much because if they knew the truth uh, and if they did, you know, uh, critical thinking, they use logic instead of emotion. Um, I just always go back to uh, Voltaire's quote, you know, one good thing that came out of France, I guess. Uh, he said, life is a tragedy for those who feel and life is a comedy for those who think. And not only does that speak to the dichotomy of men versus women and the way they think, but you think we've captured comedy because if you look at the clapter that goes on with all the other late night, you know, comedians, if you want to call them that we have really through memes and through just critical thinking, we've captured comedy, but, Unfortunately, the education system, uh, the media, uh, I, I want to say even women's rights, you know, have subjugated everybody to the emotional aspect as opposed to the logical aspect of, you know, if it doesn't work and it hasn't worked in 50 years for these democratic cities, controlled cities, you know, how many more years does it take for it to, you know, either kill itself or to try another idea, just like Giuliani did with New York. You, you can't have a single party system and you can't have it encompassed with incumbents, just like the term limits is always the, the carrot that is stuck out, but the stick of the uh, establishment is always used to, you know, uh, whack at the electorate and say, you know what, you don't have that much control. But uh, one of the cogent parts of uh, Elizabeth Warren, when she was teaching at Harvard, was the DINS system, D-I-N-S. And that's dual income, no sex. And what's happened is, basically, we've gotten greedy with capitalism that we want to have the possessions, all right, but we don't realize what it does to the nuclear family what it does when it takes the women out of the household and puts them into the workforce. It's like, I hate to say it, but I almost want to say tampons were probably one of the worst inventions for mankind because we didn't put the woman where she needs to be raising the kids. So the, the men can actually have purpose with work. And I just look at it. It's just, we've got to get out of this cycle because the education system has been corrupted to the point where even with like environmentalism, all right, it's such an emotional subject, but they don't take the logic. It's like Al Gore's inconvenient truth. Mm -hmm. You can't name out of the 20 points that he made, two points that actually came true. And it's like, if you're batting, you know, 10% or a hundred in baseball, you don't make the team, you know? And the fact that they will never, ever apologize. That's mm -hmm. the biggest thing with the Democrats. Not only do they stick together, but they never, ever apologize when they're wrong. And you see that transmuted through the media. They can never, ever admit that they were wrong. You know, the big fake story makes the front page. The retraction is always in the back page. You know, they never, until it's too late. So I'm hoping that the awakening that's happening, people are finally realizing it. But it's like the, the Romans drinking water out of the the lead-lined uh, gutters. They, they had constant lead in their system and made them dummies. Yes. And basically, maybe transhumanism is going that way. I just hope they don't transplant the ignorant in the worker bees and they have some intellectual elite that will think 
at least controlling it and not for a group thing, but for, you know, actual freedom of thought. Because we're losing freedom of speech. We're losing freedom of assembly. You know, we're losing all the freedoms. Basically, we're going to take the First Amendment, Second Amendment, Third Amendment, and possibly the Fourth and Fifth. So I just look at it. It's a, it's a corrupt cabal of denying rights. And, you, you know, you give them away, you got to fight to get them back. And it's not necessarily a winning battle. It's true. You know, it's um, it's interesting to think that, um, you know, the elites seem to have this obsession with eugenics. Right. Uh, obviously, when it comes to their genetic stock and their own health, uh, they live a different life than what the general public does. But I think they're almost forcing uh, the uh, the successful implementation of genetics among the general population, because. You also have people like us who pay attention to the things we put in our body, uh, not allowing ourselves to be injected with things that uh, are, are going to kill us. Also, not eating poison, you know, all, all across the board. And then, of course, we have our children uh, homeschooled. So we're almost self-segregating in a way that may position us to be in a spot to perhaps carry on the torch, you know, I mean, take over when everybody else does slide into that uh, kind of useful idiots type phase. Uh, gentlemen, any thoughts? And then we've got to take the final caller. No, Robert. Well, I mean, I think you can see with the masks, the jabs, yeah. taking kids out of school, dumbing down the education system. That's certainly not going to help the IQs go up any. No, it won't. No, it won't. All right. Uh, well, listen, Casey, we've got to take this final caller because we're almost done for the night, brother. But I appreciate you and appreciate your thoughtful insight. Hey, well, one final point. The Julian Simon uh, argument in uh, the book, uh, The Population Bomb. All right. They never, ever apologize for having that argument wrong. All right. There have never been too many people that the planet cannot contain. You get more resources and you get better inventions, and you get a better thought mind process with more people, not less people. I agree. So you guys have a great holiday. You too, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. All right. And our final caller of the night, we've got NCC. Just waiting for NCC's microphone to connect. Uh, While we're waiting on that, let me... Go through uh, these final thank yous that we have. Uh, I think we have one over on Rumble and then several over here on the Foxhole. Uh, oh, yeah. Low Country Brooklyn said Vivek said on Fox tonight that Trump is too old to be POTUS. Um, you know, let's not forget that if President Trump, well, if if uh, allies of President Trump have placed Vivek in this race, uh, he's going to have to have at least the appearance of some sort of rivalry. And that's an easy thing. It also forces the conversation about the age of the nominee, specifically when we're talking about Joe Biden, because that man has no business being anywhere uh, where you can get a vote on a ballot. Not that he got that many live votes, but 
Uh, Porpoiseful, thank you very much for that cookie over here on the foxhole. Average Joe Patriot, good to see you, buddy. He says, God bless J.R., Robert, and Zach, true patriots. Uh, you are so as well, and looks like NCC has dropped off. Sean Joe, thank you for the cookie. Polly, thank you for the cookie. Tamar, thank you. She says, uh, God does his best work in times of tyranny. Just wait. Yeah, what is the uh, uh, the the saying? You know, hard times make hard men. Uh, I think we're going through that process right now here in America. Uh, Filter Dog One says, keep pounding, Zach. Thank you very much. Uh, let me hit pause so that I can stop these from coming. Um, yeah, and thank you to Porpoiseful, also to Filter Dog One, NX17. Filter Dog, thank you again. Sean Joe, thank you. Porpoiseful, thank you. Let's try this again with NCC. Uh, thank you to Just Josie, who says, never give up. And, oh, it's, it's Chapman. Come on in, Chapman. How you doing? Hey, sorry about that. No, no worries. No worries. So, go yeah, ahead. I don't know. First of all, hello to all of you gentlemen. Happy birthday, Zach. I turned 51 on Monday. Yes, happy birthday happy. to you as well. And I yeah. forgot your birthday this year. Yeah, it was uh, it was two days ago, JR. Well, I wasn't going to say Actually, I didn't forget, Zach. <laughs> I got you a signed hat from President hey. Donald Trump. Hey, man. And I will be mailing you. I will accept, and that is totally, totally tell- cool. I didn't. And hey. For all you uh, conspiracy theorists out there, it is made in the United States. Right on. (laughs) Usually I text you happy birthday, but I wanted to wait to make sure I got this before I did. It's all right. I wasn't going to say anything because it's unseemly. So (laughs) I I appreciate the uh, the fact that you got that hat, though. So thank you. I can't wait to see it. You're welcome. Happy birthday to you both. Thank you. Thank you. I'm loving both of y'all's backgrounds. It's making, it's giving me life. Um, (laughs) Zach seems to be having his shirt coordinated with whatever's going on behind him. And JR just looks like he's got more Patriot Crisco in the disco than the Lord can allow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love it. Um, So JR, you know, it's funny. Let me just be a little, uh, I'm going to find your words. Um, When we all got into this game, right. And Zach brought Dan Schultz on and, we're thinking like, oh, yeah, I'm going to become a precinct. So I got involved with my precinct down here in New Hanover County. And what I quickly realized, and it really came that the the realization, if you want to call it that for me, when what happened to you, JR, happened, I already knew that the GOP was compromised. But what I did not realize was just exactly how compromised the GOP of North Carolina was. Yep. And uh, we have a lot of North Carolina subscribers and people tuning in, and I'm just going to call it. I'm going to be a shot caller right now. I have actually stepped away. I was going to – I was secretary of my precinct. I went to the, to, to the convention before last, 2022, as a delegate. I went to the 2023 convention also as a delegate, but we had a changing of the guard of our executive leadership in the New Hanover County GOP. Now, New Hanover County, for those who don't know, Laura Trump is from here. And it just kills me um, how not engaged, and it's really like, I hate to say this, and I don't want to, like, dog anyone out, but it's very rhino-controlled. I'm kind of averse to the word rhino. I think it's a bit outdated. I, I prefer to use the word collectivist, because there are people operating within the GOP who have these uniparty goals, right? They're not necessarily America first, which is not to say that they don't love America. But when they push us to flip a school board like they did with us, our GOP um, 
threatened the only true true conservative who ran um, and told her that if she didn't move firing Faust, who is the, in my opinion, Marxist superintendent of our school system, off of her campaign platform, that they weren't going to give her money. And what, and then, and, and we had recordings on all of it. We released, we, uh, a friend of mine put together this video because Melissa was smart. She recorded everything, right? Well, um, so we got all four elected. I one shot at her because I knew the others were not reliable. Um, I just wasn't interested in, in, in dealing with that. Melissa ended up also getting elected and they just voted to renew the Marxist superintendent's contract. And today, and some of you may see this in the news, We've been dealing with this whole Ibram X. Kendi thing. We had a five-hour hearing today. I helped the woman who brought the case against the county, against the district, with her um, her what she was going to propose and present. And it was the Ibram X. Kendi for an AP class, but it was the one that he co-wrote with Jason Reynolds. We had people from the North Carolina NAACP down here. They're calling us, and you realize... It's all it is, is mid-level violence, a provocation of mid-level violence. Oh, we'll call you, we'll we'll provoke you and put all these comprehensive sexuality, Marxist, queer Marxist materials in schools. And then when you push back, we're going to call you book banners. But the problem is, is that in a lot of these counties and districts, the activists such as myself, the America First activists, we don't really have real support from the GOP. And so like what JR was saying before, um, it's disheartening. It's like, okay, I think we all realized that there was this faction within the GOP that was not necessarily in Congress. Their views are not in Congress with our views. Their their vision of how to move the country forward is obviously um, like what you were saying about Marjorie Taylor Greene. Like, I could give two shits. If you can deadlift, good for you, baby girl. Great, good squats. Where are the impeachment? Where's the impeachment, right? Where are the articles of impeachment? Um, the complete disintegration through these systems. And what people fail to realize is that getting involved at the local level is so important. But I did just that, thanks to Red Pill, thanks to JR. So I decided to go get involved with my precinct. Well, I recently decided that I would try to move up to precinct chair. And I realized that in doing so, I would not be able to voice my true opinion if I felt that the candidates that they were putting forward were compromised, because as a precinct chair, especially before the primary, you're not allowed to, you're not, it's like a gag order. And so I think what happened is the RNC figured out Dan Schultz's strategy of like, okay, you get into your district and you get into your precinct and you figure out who the Patriots are. And those are the people that you go after that you want to choose as your delegates, because that's, they're going to vote a certain way. And so the precinct strategy is now playing catch up people who are engaging that because they, they, they meaning the overlords, right, um, became aware of what that precinct strategy was. And so they started like in New Hanover County, they've been egregiously just appointing precinct chairs, people that don't even necessarily live in the precinct. <laughs> I decided that my work was that I, my community and, and my activism would be, I would be better served and everyone would be better served if I just get away from the precinct. Yeah. But it sucks because I feel like the GOP, I don't feel that we can rely on them. I don't feel that, you know, three of those four school board members just renewed the Marxist superintendent's 
contract. And today we had the damn NAACP of North Carolina coming down saying, you know, quoted in the press, I'm going to be seeking counsel, all because we were pushing back on Ibram X. Kendi. So it's kind of a mess. Mm-hmm. And JR, I think I think that you give a little bit of light and hope to those of us because us, the little guys, right, we're trying to get involved and we're trying to do stuff. But it's really difficult because the GOP is gaslighting us. I was called a paid, a likely, I was, uh, I got blocked from the page. And then uh, there was a rumor going around. I, I mean, I have the screenshots that I was a likely paid dim operative. <laughs> that doesn't really make me want to be involved with the GOP. Sorry. Yeah. And then what happened at the North Carolina State Convention, I don't know if y'all heard about this, but Mike yep. Watley and his team, um, they put this unsafe voting app to vote via an app for people who were there and it wasn't secure. And so the whole election for the new leadership of the North Carolina GOP was basically, there was no integrity to that. And so it's, it's pretty, it's pretty disheartening. Uh, Chapman, I hear you and I completely understand. And Robert, you know, this is one of the, the main problems, you know, how people get disenfranchised, but, the thing is, obviously, that's what they want to happen. They're yeah. counting on the fact that we're going to come up against a couple of roadblocks and then give up. You know, um, I would say, Chapman, uh, do not allow these stumbling blocks to stop you oh, from continuing on. Good, good. I'm glad to hear it. And I think it's so important. Everybody needs to see this because, you I'm know, going rogue. I've gone rogue. I'm on my go. own now. Good, good. I, I, you shouldn't <laughs> have to depend on the GOP. They should have to depend on you because you are the voting public. Robert, I want to get your thoughts on what she said. Go ahead. So everybody knows Dan Schultz is a close friend of mine. Yep. Yeah, we yeah. Took, uh, the precinct strategy uh, platform on Pilled Out Forum. I just had him out here last Friday speaking, you know, to to our group here at the Freedom Friday event. And you know, a lot of the things that she's saying is it, it happens across the country. But you got to remember, we are the GOP, right? We are the movement. It's just there's people in there that are against. Uh, essentially the constitution against doing what's right for the people. And so you can always, just like we did in Washoe County, you can flip it on its head and you can take over the entire board. You can take over every position just like we did here. And just like they were pretty effective in, in some parts of Clark County doing that as well. So don't give up. What you need to do is focus on who the people are that are really the the rhinos or whatever you want to call them. And uh, coordinate your efforts with the people within the actual precinct committeemen or your your central We've committee. Right? Yeah, they, so, it's interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can do it. I mean, it, I mean, hell, if we can do it, I guarantee you can do it. So I, I guarantee you, you're in no worse spot than we were. I mean, we right. we had we we changed the bylaws and we had them seal their own fate so we could uh, kick them out in the same meeting. They lied and tried to say that. You know that we didn't have the votes, but we had people counting the votes, and we got the votes. But you got to whip the votes. Yeah, we threw them out. So you just can't give up. I mean, there's probably more people like you than you know. But if there's people that are rhinos that are in charge, they're going to do what they can to try to you know put the 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 proverbial boot on your on your neck, right? And make they've done it. Yeah, they've done it, and they they they've tried. But I'm like, I mean, I bought the domain to the Marxist hunter. Like, I'm not going anywhere. You know what I mean? (laughs) I love (laughs) it. I love it. Anyway, thank you so Don't much, JR. Get back in the game. I'm happy to see you out here creating content and speaking to We the People again. And this has thank been you. a great stream. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. And I appreciate everything <laughs> you're doing, okay? 
Uh, thanks. I'm uh, sorry I've slacked uh, off modding with you. I've, I've been it's, it's okay. preoccupied. I, I, I apologize. I, I, I knew that you were doing good work there in your community, and that's all I care about. So I appreciate you, you either way. All right. We'll talk to you soon, Chapman. Peace. Bye bye. Uh, so well, yeah, you know, as Chapman said, Jr. is now creating content on his own channel. I know you've got the YouTube. Are you also putting those videos on Rumble? Because you really ought to. I haven't yet. I'm going to need some uh, need some uh, Mr. Miyagi in my life. I I will help. help. Me, uh, help me do that. Certainly. We also got to make sure that you're posting over there on uh, on the Foxhole at Pilled as well. Because yeah, I th- need to. I need to. I struggle because I don't know what I like. I always. Wonder if I'm putting out too much because uh, no, no. The Democratic Party used a lot of stuff that I said in the past yeah. as Apple research, and it was just they totally took it out of context. So it's yeah. almost like the I got to be just mindful of of you know what I put out there and everything. But sure, yeah. Sure. At the end of the day, it doesn't it doesn't really matter, you know? Well, I'll help you. I'll help you in any way that I can, man. I think that those three platforms those are, are vital. If if they will allow you on YouTube, then you should be using the platform. Pilled. Um, I think I've gotten. Uh, uh, I think I got a hundred and almost two hundred thousand views in the past three days on YouTube. Sweet, that's great. On, that's but great. it's on like shorts and stuff like that. So well, the, the shorts. From what I understand, they are real, they're pushing shorts because they want to compete with TikTok. So yeah. doing the shorts, it brings a ton of views to your channel, and it obviously gives people an opportunity to discover you and then uh, uh, subscribe to you, which is then going to bring them over to the longer-form content, which is really what you want because that's right. when you can get into the, the deep ideas and uh, kind of uh, you know change hearts and minds and stuff. All i got to right. get back to being monetized. I, gotta, I think i yeah. got like a 1,000 more hours i got to get, but okay. I was monetized for a good time, and then they you know whatever they yeah i hadn't posted in so long they took it away yep yep that's what they'll do that's what they'll do all right so uh robert you know i think that uh every time you're on the show it's an in- incredible learning opportunity for people uh not only to understand uh what is possible but uh that uh there is a methodology for it okay i mean you've really worked on that i think harder than anybody else in a number of different areas um have you ever considered, like, I know, obviously, we have Operation Sunlight. You have all of this, uh, these resources in, in written form. But ha- have you ever considered perhaps doing, like, a master class? Like, uh, there's a, a platform called Skillshare where people can go and learn how to, you know, edit videos or, you know, learn about or certain aspects of different subjects and stuff. And it doesn't have to be on Skillshare, but if you could condense it, because again, people have a short attention span, maybe do like 15 minute, uh, webisodes, uh, giving people not only information, but action items. And, uh, and, and then by the end, they put it into use and maybe they go file their own case. It's an interesting idea. Um, you know, I used to have a YouTube channel. I yep. had you on. We had, you know, 250,000 subscribers there yep. until I started talking about uh, the pandemic and started talking about elections. The truth. <laughs> and believe it or not, the uh, my, my good buddy, uh, Dan Schultz, it was just a couple after you, Zach, and that was a nail in the coffin for uh, for my YouTube channel. It was Dan yep. Schultz of all people. So <laughs> they, that was the one that took it down. Um, it's crazy. It's possible. But the first thing I want to do is I want to I want to win for us first. Yep. And so because then that way they'll have a real template to follow because um, I do everything for free. You can't find a way to pay me. I don't yep. take money from anybody. I spent millions of dollars of my own money doing this. And I want to make sure that 
this works before I, I get a bunch of people uh, that, you know, are going to try it. I think right now everything I've done is enough for them to be trying this and doing it in 3,100 counties across the, across the country. I mean, we've been successful in removing a ton of people from office, getting people into office, exposing corruption. Um, you know, we are their worst nightmare and they know it. And the thing is, is you know, all we're doing is telling the truth, yep. right? That's it. And their, their greatest fear is more of us waking up. And that's what we have to do is just simply by just following the stuff that we've already put on sunlight. If people do that and they just trust in God and really just stop caring what people think about them. Yes. Cause that's the biggest thing. Like they self censor, they cancel themselves. They're afraid of, you know, they'll go through my old videos and they'll, they'll get a little snippet of one of my mentors, you know, like Thomas soul, a black guy yep. that I love mentor i'd read a little bit of what he wrote and then i'm a racist for reading what a black man wrote it's like (laughs) you got to stop caring what people think because if people actually look into what it is that you originally said they're going to see that you are right in these these people that are making these accusations against us are the evil ones and so um people just need to stop caring right they just gotta stop caring and just start doing and if people i i forget exactly how it goes but it's like the the first step in overthrowing a lie is uh, to stop going along with it yeah right and that's what we keep seeing is people whether it's in their own precincts or whether it's the elections or whether it's covid or masks or schools or whatever they just go along with stuff because they don't want to be called names it's true right? yeah as soon as people can get over that you know they, they don't really need a master class what they really need to do is just get their ass involved you know what I mean? Stop waiting for other people to do for them what they must do for themselves. And there's enough on Operation Sunlight right now. If they were just to look at the motions, you know, that I've already filed, the lawsuits, how I set everything up, they could literally just copy paste that. Um, and in the future, I'm happy to, you know, do some videos and, and help out just, you know, just like I've been doing. And I'll continue to do that because at the end of the day, it's up to what? God and us. Amen. We got to put your boy to work. He should do He should do the, the instructional portion of it. Dad's out there pounding the pavement. He can do the instructional portion because, I mean, he's the tech genius, right? He's the man. <laughs> he's brilliant at a ton of he stuff, is. and you're right. It, just, yes. it, ta- it takes so much time to do this stuff. You yeah. don't realize yeah. a 15-minute video. Yeah, know, it's a couple hours. Into, take <laughs> at days, best. If you want to do it right. Yeah. Yep. It's very true. Very true. All right. Well, listen, Robert, I, I love you, brother. Thank you for everything you're doing. JR, I'm going to get your final thoughts, too. No, I think uh, you guys hit it on the head, man. We got to be active. You know, the system's failing us, but, you know, we're, we're, we are what makes the system. We just got to take that back and, and have that mindset and keep moving the ball forward, right? Yep. There's yep. hope. There's always hope. And, you know, Beatles, man, if, you know, I'd like to say thank you again. If there's anything I can ever do for you in the, you know, with, with the context I've made in Congress and, and things like that, my, my, uh, my, my black book is always open to you, dude. No shame. Just ask me, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm here to help. God bless you. You got my number. You text me every once in a while. Absolutely, buddy. Absolutely. I always think you're too busy, man. And I'm like, man, <laughs> like I'm just that kind of guy. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. we're all, we're all busy, but we always yeah. got to make time for ourselves. Right. For, right, man. for the fam. So yeah. Always there for you guys. Right on. All right. So check out Operation Sunlight. Link is in the description. Check out JR's link in the description. It'll take you to all of his socials. Both of these gentlemen, if you were not already following them, are definitely worth a follow. Make sure you subscribe to them on every platform where they are producing content. And uh, honestly, I would take Operation Sunlight and make it a shortcut on your home screen because that's what I've done. There is always something good to read there. All right. Uh, thank you very much to the audience. I need to say thank you so much to Kelly uh, over on Kelly. 
Cash App because she dropped a donation. She said uh, if Arizona was rooting for JR, great guest sack. And then I also need to say thank you to Mitzi. She gave birthday wishes. Uh, also, Spray and Pray gave birthday wishes. Nancy gave birthday wishes. And then uh, Lester as well. So thank you very much, guys. Over here on the foxhole at pilled.net. Thank you to Sean Joe and Porpoiseful. Just Josie says never give up. Uh, Filter Dog One, thank you for the cookie. P Quest, thank you. Filter Dog One says victory through Jesus. Uh, Nag twelve twenty nine dropped a cookie. Filter Dog dropped some shades. Polly dropped a cookie. Just duckies as well. Uncensored Abe, hey another American patriot out there. Thank you so much. He says much love, fam. Also, if you are not already subscribed to Abe, make sure that you were following him on the Foxhole and over on Rumble in uh, Truth and uh, Twitter as well. Who cares? Says the Electoral College should be brought back to where the founders wanted, not states winner take all. Yeah, obviously we have so many aspects of our system that I think need to be overhauled, simplified. Uh, They've been made intentionally complicated over the years so that there is this barrier to entry and so that they can hide the cheating or the uh, uh, obfuscation and all the layers of bureaucracy. Um, Sean Joe, thanks for that cookie. And then Donna Bo Libby, good to see you, Donna, dropping a cookie as well. All right, you guys, thank you everybody for hanging out with us tonight. I sincerely appreciate it. Thank you once more to Robert and to JR. And I will be back tomorrow night at 9 p.m. I'll put out an announcement for the show midday, and I hope I can see you guys there. Good luck. God bless. We'll see you tomorrow. Love you all. God bless.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.